Ladies and gentlemen, we are live coming to you from the internet. Introducing first with a professional record of a five-star rating and the future winners of the Fight Pick Championship, Ricky Reed, Buddy Harlow, the MMA Marks Podcast. What's up, everybody? How you doing? How you doing? This is MMA Marks, two guys that love to mark out on all things MMA. I'm your host, Rick, and right beside me is the two biggest MMA fans I know right now, Buddy and Kevin. What's up, guys? How you doing? Let's get right into it. What a show we had on UFC 264. How you guys doing, man? Well, I'm doing great. Uh, First of all... I'm going to give a special shout-out to Backlog, who is right in between us. And not only that, but he just subbed to us. So thanks a lot for subbing to the channel. Uh, starting it off right. That is right. You got to start it off right. Now listen, I was literally standing and screaming at my fucking television during this car. This was a good one. Um, I didn't win on Fight Pick Championship, but I said halfway through it don't matter. We're seeing some some good shit. Uh, that that O'Malley fight really fired me up, and it went on from there. What did you think, Rick? Oh my God! Tell, look, nobody, and I do mean nobody, seen this kid, Chris Munoz. Is that how we say it? Maneo. I'm pretty sure it's not that, but that's hilarious. Montano. There he goes, Montano. Okay, that dude is a green-haired zombie. Straight up. Like, who... Where did this guy come from, and who gave him all the numbing liquid that that you could so you could withstand that beating? I mean, we all knew going in that O'Malley was was fighting the can. That was... Buddy and I had a... We had a good talk before this uh, this match because this guy comes out of Boston area alright and so I just know in my head I'm over here like everybody loves O'Malley right? O'Malley's a, a, an Irish name and in Boston they go crazy for people like that look at McGregor right right and I said to Buddy the, the guys up in Boston the bars up in Boston are going to have a real hard time with this fight because you got yourself Milford Mutino versus Sean O'Malley. I mean, Milford's a, you know, that's a, that's a homegrown boy right there. He's, he's, and so I was just commenting and I said to Buddy, this guy is either going to get booed out of the fucking stadium or he's going to be cheered when he leaves this place like, like crazy. And I was like, but it's going to go one way or another. Yeah. But if, if this guy wants to, you know, he's got to, he's got to just fucking come on out and go balls to the wall. And, and he did. He did not disappoint. Yeah. Man, buddy, what, what was your take there? Well, um, for my take overall, I think that it's oh, – hold on real quick. So the audio is a little quiet, Ricky. I don't know if you've read that. I'm turning so anyway, it up. Uh, to, to continue what you were saying, though, is – you know what's funny is is me and Kevin were talking just the day before, I believe, and he was talking about um, – he was talking about Joe Lozon 
and he's from Boston. He goes, those Boston guys now, or no, he goes, and I go, he's a pussy. And he goes, why? I said, dude, he got finished standing up. And then what the fuck happened to another Boston guy? I said, something's in the water over there in Boston, man, because that motherfucker got finished standing up. <laughs> yeah, he, he did say that. And it was crazy because, you know, that dude took a beating in round one. That dude took a beating in round two, and that dude took a beating in round three. And I said to Buddy, I was like, by the end of the, the second round, I was like, I don't know if you're feeling the same way, but I honestly feel like this Mutino guy's winning this fight. Not physically. I was going to say, what? It was, a, it was a fucking clinic. A, a but clinical? If, if, but if you put two guys out on the street, and one of those motherfuckers is walking through every single shot the other guy has... I'm putting my money on the motherfucker who ain't going down. No. Like, if it's on the street. No. No fucking way. I'm sorry. No fucking I, way. You're if crazy. If that were a street fight, that dude would have fucking wrecked O'Malley. But that wasn't a street fight. That was a fucking professional fight, and O'Malley is the professional. Now, that dude earned some fans uh, well beyond Boston. Um, that was a clinic from O'Malley. You can't take it away. But O'Malley even said in an interview yesterday that uh, he's never hurt so bad beating the shit up out of beating the shit out of somebody. And I said to buddy, I feel like there's more damage being done to this guy's hands and feet than to that guy's head. And that's the truth. O'Malley looked defeated in this interview afterwards, defeated. He just won, but he's looking all defeated. And he's like, yeah, my hands hurt. My head hurts. My fucking look foot hurts. He said his hands hurt so bad. His never his hands never hurt that bad after round one in a fight ever. Yeah, and you know, you know that, that was medically cleared that night. He was out taking shots. Yeah, this this guy he's he's coming out of nowhere. Um, and so what Kevin really means, by the way, since Ricky, I feel like you kind of don't get it. Chris Mutini or Mutino is invited to the BMF fucking party. Motherfucking Sean O'Malley isn't because. Chris showed he's a bad motherfucker. O'Malley was having, 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 uh, hurting his hands, punching. You know. I get that. I, so basically, on the badass fucking spectrum or whatever, the badass. Well, you know, he he's way higher on that level. He's way more of a badass than Sean O'Malley will ever be. Is what fucking uh, Kevin means by that. I a hundred percent agree with him on that one. The better fighter is by far Sean O'Malley. Yeah, I mean, like. Uh, just it was it was very very apparent from just jump street but my thing is the two things i wanted to get across with this fight is one did you guys agree with the stoppage and two do you guys absolutely fucking not and two do you guys agree with the ufc protecting o'malley in this fashion i mean i want to hear what you guys have to say I, I would say, and, and when it happened before the fight, we were calling a lot of things that night. Before the fight, I even said, Herb Dean tried to sue me. That, <laughs> that guy's an asshole. Hell yeah, dude. At one point, I thought that was the best referee in the game. Herb Dean's slipping, yeah. And he's slipping. Um, we listen, found out he was, he was no good when he tried to sue you. And, and he confirmed it the other night. I even said that. I said, that motherfucker. Listen. I think it was, if they were going to stop the fight, that guy should have had that fight stopped, like, in the first minute of round three. 
In round three, the referee should be looking, going, okay, he's not defending himself. This is the third round. We can't go a whole fourth, uh, third round with this shit. But instead, he waited until that guy started opening up. And, and, and as you can see, Tragic's over here stating, okay, so Tragic's in the chat says, Tragic's O'Malley suffered Call it right. fractures in his... <laughs> I said, Tragic is a champ. You got to call it right. <clears throat> That's right. The champion of Fight Pit Champion <laughs> Season 2 Summer. Yeah. Said, he said straight up, he's he's got fractures in his foot, tibia, and hands from beating the shit out of the other guy. The other guy is dismissed until physician clears, suspended till September, but he might be back sooner. Um, the thing is, that, that I feel like Herb Dean got a call in his ear and was like, uh-uh, don't give this guy, this guy's starting to swing. He was coming alive in the last 30 seconds, and while that would have been fucking amazing, um, you know, just to, to have that flurry at the end, uh, I don't think Dana or anybody wanted to put Sean O'Malley, you know, down with that. Financially, Dana's already looking and seeing this kid, Mutino, is going to be fine. I believe that, that Herb Dean got the signal, like, the next time it gets fucking iffy, you call it. Yeah, because that's exactly he just stepped in. I mean, yeah, the guy took some shots, but it wasn't anything worse than he had been taking. I, and he yeah. was delivering at that point. That's what pissed me off. Yeah. Now, well, yeah. you know, uh, go ahead, bud. well, go ahead, Ricky. No, you I want to hear your your thoughts and I'll get mine. All right. Well, for me, I just thought that I, I'm, I'm kind of old school. Just <laughs> bleed about this shit, man. If he's still fucking consciously just eating shots, bro, that's on him. It's it's. I think they should step in when somebody's not intelligently defending himself because they no longer can. But if he's choosing to not intelligently defend himself, that's on. He's he was openly just taking the shots. It wasn't. It wasn't like he was a little bit unconscious or a little bit out of consciousness. No, that motherfucker was conscious as shit, doing exactly what he wanted to do, and that's show that he could eat anything that Sean O'Malley had and. It was a cool thing, but I mean, you're still getting his ass whooped. But who knows? He might have did that Homer Simpson or whatever, you know, old school style where you let the man punch himself out and then you knock him out because he's dead ass tired. Yeah, I, I I agree with that assessment a lot. Herb robbed him of that moment of trying to at least have that. Yeah, and I I kind of agree with Kevin. Like maybe he got a call in his ear or something. Like, hey, call, call this because think about it this way. How nervous is Dana right now thinking about his next Conor McGregor, which is Sean O'Malley? Because let's 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 call it a spade a spade. That that he's being groomed for that role, and now this kid off the street takes him all three rounds. I mean, he takes him all three rounds, and and is still coming at him at the end. Like, come on, man! You're supposed to be the man. You're supposed to be the next next draw the next big thing and you're you're not let let me make a weird prediction sean o'malley takes a while off right he gets on the sauce goes up a weight class or two fucking reigns supreme that's what he needs to do he needs to get on some steroids wow if he's not already on steroids he needs to get on better steroids if he's already on them okay and fucking go up on weight okay if if o'malley goes up and weight he does not have the power to deliver in in one in one thirty five. Motherfucker, that sauce is a wonderful thing, man. Even give him some power, bro. But that's not his style. His style is not 
power punching. His style is razzle-dazzle, tag you up, Nate Diaz style, and kick you. All right, well, he'll be the CEO of EPO, and he'll be doing that shit at, like, 145. That would be something, but good luck, because, man, those guys are crazy down there. I mean, you know, honestly, and we have to consider this, you know, I'm not a... uh, a pro analyst here, but I, I know O'Malley has knocked people out with everything he gave that guy. Yeah. But at the same time, it has, you know, when I see what, when Herb Dean steps in there, I, I don't want to say the sport's rigged or anything like that, but come on. He's knocked some people out in flashy ways. He's being groomed, like you said. And that motherfucker literally stepped in with 27 seconds to go on one of the most exciting fights of the year. This motherfucker was going to off, yo. Save, to it was save a, yeah. Shane, um, uh, whatever, you know, O'Malley, Sean O'Malley. And, but here's the thing. They put so much money into O'Malley. They're putting in, like you said, this is dollar signs. Maybe some of these cans they lined up, or maybe some of the people that took those shots got paid to take those shots. Yeah, but th- then this is what I'm saying. When you protect your investment like this, like his next opponent... Right, uh, Ali um, wants it to be Frankie Edgar. That's a decent jump up in competition. He's staying yeah, a hell away from Marlon Vera. Perfect for him because Edgar won't have the power Ed- that he used to have, and he's a name. He, and he and he's a name. He won't have the reach. O'Malley will probably kick the shit out of Edgar. Edgar will take everything, just like this Mutino guy, and it's going to make O'Malley look shitty. If he goes in there, doesn't finish Edgar, but gets a good decision, show it will show he has no power. If that's the case, mm-hmm. so it's Mutini's up in the air. fighting Edgar. Did you just say that? No. Ali wants O'Malley to fight Edgar. Montino went back to his job and his class the next day. Like, dude, put in eighty hours at a paint company. Went and fought O'Malley, got the shit kicked out of him for 14 and a half minutes. Then the next day, went back to work and then to MMA class. Who that the motherfucker fuck got all does kinds that? of bonuses though. Yeah, he got 75k in his pocket. But I like peacemaker, job. like peacemaker said, like, hey, you don't got no fucking job. With your- <laughs> Quit your job. <laughs> Give me seventy five k right now. I quit. <laughs> I bet you would. Oh, Fuck this podcast. <laughs> I can't hear you, Kev. You died on uh, us. There I you go. You, well, um, I was saying to uh, to Peacemaker. Um, I don't know if he got signed for another fight yet. That's probably on the horizon. But if he they should. Don't, he should. That would be the stupidest. Honestly, when Dana was talking after the fight, he was talking in the, the press conference or whatever, and he was saying that, like, the guy got his ass kicked for, for two and a half rounds. Um, th- yes, it's true. But, again, there was damage to, to O'Malley. So, you know, whether his technique was to dodge or accept the shots, like Buddy was saying earlier, it just looks like he didn't do a lot to O'Malley because he took so much. But if you really look at it, if you just erase O'Malley's stats and you look at the guy still got some shots off and there's this post-fight interview of O'Malley. He literally looks like he lost the fight physically and 
mentally. Oh, his body uh, language so, is probably defeated because he was mm-hmm. supposed to knock well, him out in the first round. I just realized something, and I and I feel like it's kind of obvious now. Okay, is he's literally just their new Joe Lozon. When they go to Boston, although everybody's going to cheer for him, they're going to give him a good Boston show, and they're going to give him somebody easy in Boston. Boston crowd's going to love him, and he's the new Joe Lozon. That's what this is. That's that's a pretty good assessment. It's not bad. And, I mean, this whole, what do they call it? The uh, You know, Sean O'Malley to Connor, this guy to Joe, Joe Lozon. Yeah. What what did it? Where is this guy from? Um Chris Montano is from uh, the Milford, Mass. No, they call it the what is it? The something connection. The the is it the Connecticut connection or the uh, Connecticut cartel? Ken, Ken Kniff from Connecticut. Yeah, that's what this guy. Can, man, that's a deep cut. I haven't heard that in a long time. Um, what what is it called? Anybody in the chat know? I know it, it's like this guy, and he trains with. Uh, What's the other? Uh, the Rock and Sock Connection. Uh, Calvin Cater's in this in this shit. It's all in the Massachusetts area. Oh, uh, he's in that camp. Yeah, uh, the, the, um, New England Cartel. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the Cartel. Yeah, the it's New the England cartel. cartel. Yeah, he's in that. That that's his that's his fight camp. And look, like like uh, uh, Warriors in here saying, if he gets a good training camp, he could be a decent contender. He could be. Yeah, Rob Font's in there too. Good. Yeah, Tragic knows. I I forget the name of it though. They need to market that a little bit better. Fob font. Um, his his uh, Twitter name, his Twitter handle is Chris is soulless. So I don't know anything about this guy. I don't know if he's used to taking those kinds of blows, but uh, you can't run a career like that successfully. True. Um, too many true. times. Hey. There's not too many people. People do it, but not too many people do. It's not safe. I hope he does get a can. I hope he gets a can for his next opponent. He deserves it after the beating he took. Um, I hope they throw him some oldie but goodie or some. Put BJ Penn in there against that motherfucker. You know they what I mean? They will never give BJ him, Penn a fight. What's that? I said they'll never give BJ Penn another fight. But you know what I'm saying. Give him somebody that he could, you know, like a Frankie Edgar. I put him in there with Frankie Edgar. That'd be a real fight. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, that'd be a yeah. Awesome. So that's what I'm saying. That style don't really work with this uh, weight class anymore. No, it's it. MMA. That's why we. That's why we love the the division uh, and the whole sport. Really, is because it evolves right before our eyes. Like th- you can see, the brawling the the brawling style is fading out very very quickly. It, it just is. Um. Another fight on this on this card that kind of drew my attention that you were you had a different opinion on is the Nico Price Michelle Pajeda fight. What did you guys think about that? Like, well, you I, said I have a different opinion. I don't even remember talking to you about this. Okay, so what I said was after that fight was done, and that that was a brawler style fight too. They were going back and forth. They were very uh, accepting of each other's punches. There wasn't a lot of blocks and not a lot of great footwork. I mean, there were footwork that was being used, but not real great. Um, I, I had texted you, hey, I'd love to see a trilogy fight with these two guys. I know I know these. this is the first time these guys are fighting, but I'd love to see them fight two more times. I mean, 
Michelle Bajeda and Nico Price, I mean, they they complement each other very, very well. What do you? And when I text you well, that, you gave me the throw up face, like you didn't want to see that. So, what what well, did you see in this fight between Nico Price and Michelle Bajeda? So, like, to us, the way we were looking at this fight night, right, was the fix could be in, and I feel like that there was like a big, uh, maybe there was a. Uh, there's, they must. Dana must have said something like, "Hey, whoever bleeds the most is gonna fucking get, or whoever takes the most damage is, is getting the money." Because it seemed like a lot of people were just taking a lot of fucking damage, and um, I just felt like these two were kind of just. It was it was okay, but it wasn't my favorite type of matchup. I'd rather see Nico Price, um, fight somebody more gritty again, man. I mean, this guy's good, but. He's too flashy for me for for Nico. I didn't love the fight as much as you. I just thought they complimented each very very well. Um, I said that actually through the fight. I think I said these guys are really evenly matched. Yeah, I mean, uh, neither, just in different styles. The the backflip to mount. I mean, come on, let that. I mean, he didn't see that round though. He was out dealing with the dog or something. That that that, that, that fat ass would make us some food. <laughs> and he was saying that guy does it all the time, so he wasn't impressed. But I was like, it, it, it was a pretty good. It was moment. Imp- it that was, was a- impressive because normally when he does that backflip, it it lands into a scramble. But what happened was Nico was accepted of him doing it, like like my girl was saying when she was watching it with me, and she was like, "This seems like a choreographed fight," because the guy is. A, who does a backflip in a fight? It, it, she was like, it looks like he's saying, okay, I'm going to do my backflip. Here it comes. And and Nico kind of let him do it. And then when he landed, he landed backwards in mount and then got mount right away. Usually, usually what happens is he gets in mount and then it turns into a scramble. Fixes in, buddy. Um, Ricky, seriously, it felt like the fix was in well i okay i i agree with you that maybe a couple fights were going to be different than usual these fighters aren't going to take um the same the same normal thing what they're going to do is oh it's a connor fight oh the world's watching i'm gonna put on a fucking show I'm not going to sit here and not take chances. I'm going to take all the risks I'm, I can in this whole thing. Like, that that's what that's what it felt like to me. Like, okay, I'm going to take as many chances as I can because this is a big stage. Boss is watching. Donald Trump is here. Every celebrity under the yeah. sun is there. Except if your name is Gilbert Burns, you fucking bitch. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to that because... <laughs> Hey, look, in the Fight Big Championship, I'm sorry, Tragic. I picked every single fight. I had them right. I had it still right. W- still wasn't in first for and tonight, I Peacemaker. Still was. lost. Motherfucker was this close. Five fucking points. And I'd still be the champ. God, that pissed me you off. You needed Jimmy Thompson to just shit the bed for one week, is how y'all won. <laughs> I, I bet the dude that knocked out Ryan Hall got $100,000 for that. Oh, I feel yeah. like Dana White hates Ryan Hall, but appreciates appreciates his skill, but doesn't want him anywhere near the roster. 
but has to have him there because he's the best. And now he, I bet Ryan Hall gets cut. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that. That's actually, that's actually not a bad idea because I think Ryan Hall would do better in one championship. Um, Ryan Hall is exploiting the UFC <laughs> rules 100%. Ryan Hall is a can. Dude's got to love it. <laughs> Notorious fucking, what's up, homie? He's coming in hot tonight. Oh, I love this shit. So anyway, for me, I ask, ask fucking um, Kevin, bro. I literally was telling him right before it happened. I'm like, I'm like, bro. I, I was like, if he was fighting like almost anyone else, uh, they would just literally just accept when he starts to roll on him. And just jump on top of him, rain down a couple hammer fists or some kind of ground a pound. I was like, you could probably knock him out pretty quickly. This guy is very not alert. And next thing you know, what happened? I was like, see, what the fuck I tell you? Yeah, it was weird. I mean, because like he's a dangerous, dangerous opponent, but he's so accepting of of like, oh, you can't knee me when I'm down. You can't kick me in the head while I'm down. He, this is what I mean by he exploits the UFC rules. He he uses every rule that he could possibly use, where where Ryan Hall's not going to get hurt. He uses those things to his advantage, and I think Dana really does not like it. You could see it in a post post fight press conference too, when they were yeah, like, he, don't like that shit. he was like, "Hey, uh, hey, you, it happens. That's what happens." And with a big smile on his face the whole time he's doing it. So you're like, "Oh, he loved that knockout. He loved it." But see, Hall's also looks possibly autistic or something. Like I don't know what if he's if he's got something. If he's on the spectrum. I'm not even joking. Like the guy's, he's a little, he, you know, he's got personality traits that that stand out, and from, from, that doesn't work well when you're trying to sell a fight. Like if that guy locked up someone famous, like someone a money draw, and broke their fucking ankle. I, I don't know. I'm just saying that that's the kind of guy Dana wants. Out, but once just like uh, Askren, Askren was good. Dana hated Askren. Askren getting knocked out is the best thing that could happen for Dana because now he doesn't have to ever pay him again. Dana hated Tito. You know what I mean? And so Tito Ortiz is the smartest yeah, man in yeah. MMA. Yeah, he died. I agree. I agree with that. He died. <laughs> I'd agree with that. Excuse me, but um. It, if just, he dies anytime soon, you kill that man. <laughs> oh, please don't die, Tito. Come on, we need you here. The okay, Peacemaker saying those kicks he threw probably wouldn't hurt if they landed. I don't know about that, man. Those spinning back kicks are really, really hard. I mean, they're not. They're not like. Um, punches where they snap at the end they're more pushes but i mean if they hit your face you're you're dropping you're dropping quickly tail sunny is the smartest man in marketing not the smartest man in fighting <laughs> um but uh ryan hall and ben Askren. Both exploited the rules of UFC to their advantage. And when you do that, Dana does not like it. He doesn't like it at all. Well, and you're going to get you're going to See, I don't price. think that he's exploiting because he's trying to end it, bro. No, he's not. He's trying to submit the guy. I was kidding about Tito, by the way, Warrior. 
It's like a meme that he's really smart because he always says really dumb shit on interviews. Yeah, but he has a whole lot of money for some reason, which is weird. I like when he said, I think he was talking about Chuckle Dell or something or somebody. He's like, he's going to be face down ass up and he's not even my girlfriend. <laughs> God, that's so stupid. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but Ryan Hall... I wish him the best, but he needs to. I still like Ryan out. Hall. I like I like his style. I think that it's cool. I think that see, it's 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 really cool style that he's working towards his strength. I don't see it like you're saying it, Ricky, where he's trying to manipulate or you know exploit uh, rules. I think that he's trying to work towards his one and only goal on how to finish, and that's some type of leg lock, heel hook, whatever. And but he got two. Uh, telegraphic or whatever you know he's just telegraphing what he's doing too much so he need to mix it up a little bit more but i think that he i do like that style of trying to work towards your strength and, and towards ending the fight yeah i don't think that that's exploiting when you're trying to end the fight okay there's okay like peacemaker ryan hall versus dylan dance i really like that fight that that's actually a decent fight but to your to your point buddy think of do you know who gary tonin is have you have I'm, you heard of I that? I know name? Gary Holloway. <laughs> okay, well Gary Tonin is a similar Shout fighter. Shout out Gary Holloway, the Spartan. <laughs> Gary Tonin is a similar fighter to Ryan Hall, where he's he's a leg lock machine. But he doesn't fight like Ryan Hall. He doesn't exploit the rules. He doesn't bend over in odd angles so you can't kick him. He he straight up fights you, and if the fight goes to the ground, he's going to snatch a leg. That's how Ryan Hall should fight, and he would get b- better fights. Nobody wants to fight Ryan Hall. Well, maybe you should manage fucking Ryan Hall. I mean, Ryan Hall. Hey, if I could manage people, I wouldn't be doing the work I'm doing, and I wouldn't certainly be sitting here with y'all. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, you want to tell me how to make him do his career. What if he just wants to prove the point that he can do it without having to... That's great. Um, Don't do it in the UFC because you're not going to get fed. You're not going to get money. You're not going to get fights. All right, look. What about Ryan Hall versus um, Ryan Hall? Well, uh, I don't think they do mirror matches in UFC, but hey, maybe. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what, what, did you th- what did you think about Carlos Condit and Max Griffin? Let's just jump this way. I thought Max Griffin came out fucking pretty awesome, bro. I like you got is he's one of those guys that you really can't you can't love him too much, but he still comes out awesome sometimes. And he came and tried to fucking finish it in the first round, which you got to respect. He was kicking the shit out of Condit's legs, man. And Condit wasn't checking none of them, not one. <laughs> I was, that's my yeah. biggest note on this fight. Like no leg kicks were checked at all. <laughs> he didn't want none of I- that shit. Yeah, Condit looked like he was just trying to prove a point or something, and I really like Condit. I'm a big fan of Condit. Uh, he does not seem to have the same confidence that he did several years ago when he was on the up-and-up. Now, Because uh, it's ahead. more than skill. His skill is there, you know, he's whatever. You know he's got the power or whatever, but I definitely feel like it's a confidence thing. I think it is old man cautiousness. I mean, once you get to a certain age... You know you can do something, but you know you got to do it with caution and not not like bravado anymore. Yeah. 
you know his hips are hurting. You oh, know his fuck. lower tailbone's probably fucking always in pain. Oh, my God, this dude, yes. You know, he's getting older, and yeah. he's been through some brutal, brutal wars. Yeah. So um, he, he's got to think about if he sustains, if he gets out of this fight without too much damage, he can fight again. But he's getting to that age where if he gets fucking de- demolished, he can't go through a fight like uh, with O'Malley like that. You know, he, he wouldn't be back again. He's no. at that age. It feels like he switched up his uh, strengths of the way he fights. Because I felt like he was more of a striker back in the day when he was doing well. And now it seems like he tries to lean more towards grappling a lot of times. Like he tries to get it on the grappling side of it. Clinch work, fucking, um, you know, rest, a little bit of wrestling, a little bit of jujitsu. And I don't know. I just feel like maybe he should try to go back to his roots and stick to what he's good at. It's hard to do that because he was such a, a person of dirty boxing and the elbows and the grit and putting your head in the guy's chin. Uh, you can't do that anymore with this style of MMA that's coming out. These guys know that, and it's hard to um, counter that stuff. So if, if I'm if I'm Carlos Condit and I'm putting my head in, in your chin up on the cage to throw elbows like I'm famous for, I'm going to get clipped a lot quicker than I used to. So I think he's, like we said, doing being cautious, but that cautious and the lack of speed that he has because he's older is coming off as old man cautious. And he's like, oh, I'm in yeah. here and I can, I can still go with you guys. It's, it's, a, it's a victory just to go all three rounds now. It's not a victory to knock him out. That. And I bet he gets a couple more losses, you know, chance with a couple more losses before. Because he still wants to get in there with the top guys. And he's still a name. He's still a draw. Uh, I see Carla, Carlos Condit on the undercard. I'm like, what the fuck? But then you watch him and you're like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I'm sure he's not getting paid what he used to, but he's still getting paid more than these other guys. Yeah. So for him, it's a job. Well, he with, doesn't want to go back to work. With the, with the contract that Reebok has, the more fights you've had in the UFC, the more you get paid. So it's like you... I know they're not with Reebok anymore, but I'm sure Venom is a similar a similar thing. Like you're he, the more you fight, the more you make. Um with with Condit, I think he sh- me personally, I want to see him fight Cowboy Cerrone. I think those two I was sh- just thinking that he was on Cowboy territory. That's what I'm saying. He him and Cowboy are really right at the end of their career. Right. I, Loser leave town. We both, they were both fan favorites, but it's like, it's getting to that point, bro. Yeah. I totally agree. Loser leave town. And I would. That'd be a good matchup, too. What, did, what do you think about promoting loser leave town? Like, is that something that we can promote as in UFC and we could get behind? It, like, this. I this, think that some, too many fucking bitches would cry it's disrespect to the loser. But like, at the same time. That's what they used to call it in like wrestling, but it's not the same because it's not people's fucking actual livelihood. Well, just like just like this 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 uh, breaking news that happened today with Nick Diaz taking on Robbie Lawler, right? Nick Diaz just signs his bout agreement to fight Robbie Lawler at UFC 266. What? Why? Like, I like Nick Diaz. Why not? Okay, I like Nick Diaz and I like Robbie Lawler. Okay, well. 
but neither one are going for a championship. What's Hold the up. stakes? Cause let me ask you this. Yeah. So, would who would win between both of those guys, like one on one against Carlos Condon? I don't understand the question. You don't like that Lawler's fighting. You don't like that Diaz is fighting. Do you think that? Do you think that they beat Condon? That's not what I said. What I said is, why are they fighting? I like no, no, no. that but they're like, fighting. I just need a narrative to go with it. I need a I need a story. I need a narrative. Like, why are these guys fighting? What are they fighting for? Are they fighting just for the love of sport? Like, neither yeah, and, one. And they fought before, so. But neither one has any title contentions whatsoever. Neither one is is going to contend for a title. Neither one is is going to really make waves anymore. Like, so we can't fight just to fight anymore? It's got to always mean something? That, no, it doesn't always have to mean something, but there has to be a story behind it. Like, okay, is, is Robbie... There's is Robbie, literally a story behind it because they fought before. Okay. That's literally the story. So that's the story that they need to sell. Like, that's cool and all. But sell that story. Don't say, oh, Nick Diaz is coming back and he's coming back to fight Robbie Lawler. That's that. That's not the story. The story is these two fought before. They need to hype that up. No, nah, man, because it's it it is like these guys. It's it's literally only to pull in some old school fans who haven't watched in a while. This is like one of those guys. Oh man, I knew Lawler. I knew Diaz. I'm gonna go watch him, bro. Right, and that brings me to my back to my original point that these guys should promote loser leaves town. Like if if it was Robbie Lawler, Nick Diaz, loser leaves town, loser gets kicked out of the UFC, that's going to bring in numbers. That's going to bring in a lot of people. Because all right, well that's that's what we promote it as, all right? I, I think I think they should. It's loser leaves town. Whoever wins gets to keep a fucking job in the fucking UFC. Fucking right. After that, we'll never talk about that person on the MMA Mark show. I'm down they're, with that. They're dead to us. They're dead. I'm down with that. I'm so down with hell that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Loser is dead to us. Loser is dead to MMA marks. I can get behind that. All right. All right. I want to I want to Okay, talk. so I want to ask you. Yeah. How about this matchup for Max Griffin next? Just 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 hear me out. I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. Max Griffin versus um da, da, da. Tim Means. Ooh. That's nice. That's a nice... I got Tim Means winning decision. That's a nice way to start a pay-per-view. Tim Means versus Max Griffin. That's a nice way to start a pay-per-view. I like that. And I actually have Max Griffin on that one. You a bitch. Max Griffin's too fast for him, yo. Too fast. Way too fast for him. Tim Means... Dirty Bird don't mind if you can be faster. He flies. I I see. I know. I know. Dirty Bird flies right into that guillotine. I know that. But but Max Max Griffin is will slice you up. Max Griffin is too fast for him. I'm telling you, Max Max Griffin's cool, man. I like the way he comes out. Yeah. Max Griffin first round is 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 an awesome fighter. Yeah, he is. But once it gets in the third. I got Tim Means all day. If it goes to the third, Tim Means winning that fight. Because Max Griffin is good in the first, he's okay in the second, and he drowns in the third. 
I mean, that's that's just how life goes. But uh, I know he won the decision with with Carlos, but that that has a lot to do with those leg kicks. So um, before we move on, which way do you want to move on? Do you want to move up the card or do you want to move down the card? Because I, I could go either way. There's there's uh, you pick it. I'll talk shit about it. All right, Trevor Giles. Trevor Giles uh, directs Duplessis. Duplessis. Is that how you say Duplessis? That fight. I, I don't forget how you're supposed to say it. He corrected everybody. He he did. And I, I appreciate that he Duplessis. tried. Duplessis. Duplessis. Okay, I, I appreciate that he tried. But this guy, this guy was losing the fight the entire time until he wasn't. Bullshit, bro. Until he wasn't. That's what I got in my notes. This guy was hey, losing the fight he, until he hit him with that right hand. He fucking, I, don't, I thought it was a left, but either way, the way he caught him, knocked him the fuck out and showed him. I think that this guy is is a motherfucker, bro. I'm excited to see him fight again. He seems like he, I can get behind that motherfucker, the Drikas guy. I could, too. I could, too. I like his style. I like his bravado. I like everything about the dude. Um, he came out not too brash, not too humble. It was it was right at that good sweet spot. But the one thing I didn't like was the way he defends against his punches. He looks scared against Trevin Giles. Trevin Giles, I I know y'all say I look like Trevin Giles. Y'all can go fuck yourself, whatever. But Trevin Giles fights with his hands down, and as soon as as soon as he gets in trouble. Duplessis like running like oh my god I'm getting hit and runs away like that, hey that's he, won, a... he knocked him the fuck out that's all that matters honestly like you can say how he, his style this and that and the other um that was only the uh, Giles is his third fucking loss ever so it ain't like Trevin Giles is a little bitch or nothing like he's not out there getting slept every every day they didn't hand they didn't hand Drikas this fight this was a this was meant to be a scrap, and it was. Oh, 100%. This was a test for both fighters. I agree. I agree 100%. But, um, yeah. And fuck you, Tragic. I don't look like no Danny EA. I ain't Hawaiian, bitch. You basically look like any semi-brownish fighter in the UFC. Semi-brownish fighter. Coming from you, super white with I the thought- American flag on your head. Hey, they just put me in the game, bro. They just put me in the game. <laughs> Calm down, Bronson. Calm down. Listen, I, I thought Officer Giles was doing a fight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Officer Giles, I love his jab, but he gets lazy with it. I wish he kept it straight the whole time. I don't I don't mind you throwing it from the hip, but like don't get lazy with your your arms. You need that you need that straight arm to 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 shoulder roll, and he gets lazy in the later rounds, and that's why he got clipped. He got lazy. He threw a jab. He knew it missed, and then Duplissy threw a jab and uh, intentionally missed to hit that hit that power shot. Pussy. Wow. He was looking for a donut. Wow. Yeah, he was. And that's what happens, man. Tragic, I'm just busting your balls. I'm not offended. Um, so what did you guys think about Jennifer Maya versus Jessica I? That fight was pretty eyes. damn good. Jessica Eyes. Eyes. Three eyes now. I mean, split her forehead wide open on that. Opened her third eye, bro. 
I heard a lot of that. I heard a lot of that on on social media. You could, you could see, see that bitch's skull, bro. You could. It was nasty. Oh my god, it was nasty. Dude, but, that's what I'm saying. Jennifer Myers is a savage. You keep trying to tell me she's not, bro. She's not. Look, I Myers stand is a by savage. that. She did well. And she started aiming for that fucker, bro. It was so gross. How could you and then, not? And then Jessica, I, dude, that was a, that was the most savage girl fight I've ever seen, probably. But but the the cut wasn't delivered by like an elbow or a punch. It was delivered She's, by a headbutt. I mean, come on. But she still started aiming at that shit, bro. It's bright it's, red and big as a fifty cent piece. Of course, you're gonna aim for it. I, I mean, you'd be stupid not to. But like. Jennifer Maya is let's let's call a spade a spade, fellas. Is Jennifer Maya is not changing the world. Jennifer Maya is not moving she's the needle. She so far probably gave Valentina one of the most hardest fights that she's she had. won a round. Don't how dare you disrespect Cut. Valentina like that? I'm saying who else is giving her a harder time besides uh, Amanda? Nobody. Nobody. Well, then what the fuck are you talking about? Then that's some, that's an accomplishment. She's a pretty decent fucking fighter, and she fought pretty savagely. When she seen that bitch's head was cut wide open, she started aiming, bro, at that motherfucker. Yeah. I loved it. That's that's what I'm saying. She's a savage. She's a dirtball motherfucking dirt McGirt. Dirt McGirt. You know what I mean? She she don't give a fuck. She'll she'll go after your cut, bro, and I like it. Yeah, that's some Baltimore reference right there, dirt McGirt. You ain't going to hear that nowhere else. (laughs) (laughs) You let your Baltimore slip right there, man. You ain't Florida. Hey, this hat is Florida. Uh-huh. And your mouth is Baltimore. Dirt McGirt. It's all good. I Look, understand. You know what's funny is <laughs> I was walking around the grocery store with Kevin just the other day. I'm looking around. I'm like, I got this hat on because I wear it a lot, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> ain't nobody else dressed like this in Florida. And really? Then I, but I'm thinking in my head I'm saying this, and I go, but I fucking do in Florida. <laughs> really? So then no I'll talk offense, about it later. No offense to you or Florida. But I expect everybody to dress like you in Florida. I really do. I haven't se- dude, I am literally trying to live that fucking or be be that person, but I haven't seen many people like that, you know what I mean? Other than Kevin. Oh, okay, okay. We we don't go out. So <laughs> there's a reason for that. <laughs> we don't dress like we we've been around, bro. We've been to a couple different places. We've been to Daytona Beach. <laughs> Kevin's like, we, we we don't go out. <laughs> Motherfucker, you you seen the Snapchats? Where I've been out. Yeah, you've been to the gym. You've been losing weight. I seen that. Would you? I mean, you've been getting in shape. You you are you gonna give me a run for my money soon? I can't wait for that. I wanna. Hey, I, I, wanna I told Uncle I told out. Uncle Billy that uh, when I offered when I offered to whoop your ass, told you rematch. <laughs> I said you got a little nervous because I'm over here working out. I did. I I could lie. I got a little nervous, but look. This old man still got one good one in him. That's all I need. One good one. Right there. You're done. That's all it takes. I don't know if you understand how serious me and Kevin are. All right. Let me let me let me posture up for you. Okay. Yeah, you go posture. No, but seriously. Me and Kevin are putting in putting the work in. We're gonna fucking be you better start working out too, because you don't want to be. Oh, don't don't think I don't. Don't think I don't. Okay, don't think. Don't think this shirt's going to get real tight real soon, all right? All right? I carry my weight in my tummy. I carry the weight in my tummy. That's all that matters. All right, look. That's, that's your gas tank for fucking. That's that, what I tell them all. That's right. 40K right here. <laughs> Save it for Jake Paul. That's fucking funny. 
Jake Paul is a genius. He, oh my God. I want that pendant. I want that pendant. That should be mine. I wish I had a hundred, a hundred K to spend on it. My God. It's a hundred. A hundred. A hundred K. I wish I had a hundred K to spend on that pendant. Because, man, I would. Man, that was funny. What's the details on this pendant? Because I, I, I heard him talking about it, but I don't know. Okay, have you seen it? It, it, it? It's going to be no. in the pictures somewhere. It's going to be in the picture. It is in the pictures. I did get a picture you of it. You want me to explain it to him? It is a picture of Connor getting knocked out, and he has a bottle of NyQuil in his hand, and it's all, like, diamonded out. So it's it's actual, like, a Connor action figure in the position that he was when he was knocked out by Poirier with a bottle of NyQuil in his hand with a chain wrapped around it. it. I mean... I'm looking at it now. It is funny as fuck. I want that fucking pendant. I would never take it off. <laughs> I would. Well, I'm pretty sure it's fucking, you know, very expensive anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. So he sent it to... So Jake Paul sent it to Dustin Poirier and said, here's a, here's a gift for me, 100K. Uh, it makes sense, Peacemaker. What's Look, it we, say? Now, because Jake Paul was paid promote, to promote NyQuil, now we're promoting NyQuil. We don't even know it because now we're saying, hey, everybody, remember NyQuil exists. Oh, Make sure you go get your NyQuil. NyQuil will help you sleep when you're not feeling well. Oh, it'll put you to sleep. <laughs> that was my little plug. <laughs> That's all right. You get your sponsors where you can. You get your sponsors where you can. Um, look, with so Jake Paul sent it over to Dustin. Dustin's going to auction it off. I don't have enough money to 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 buy it. I wish I did. I really do because I would really want to wear this fucking chain, and I would not take it off. But. Uh, that was so such a funny and well placed uh, dig at Connor, and now that Connor lost the way he did, I, I can I can see I can see Connor taking on Jake Paul. What do you think? Do you think Connor takes on Jake Paul? I gotta stop you there real quick because when you say you see Connor loses the way he did, I, that wasn't a finished fight. It was a 10-8 round. Poirier was kicking his ass. It was a 10-8 round. Win, but that's not done. It's a 10-8 round. Okay? It doesn't I, matter. Okay. It doesn't matter. Let's, let's that's put, Conor McGregor. But let's put this in perspective, okay? It was a 10-8 round after Conor got knocked out by the guy last fight. The first round of the I next fight. I that 10-8 was a 10-8 because of the last flurry after the broken ankle. No, 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 no. That was a 10-9 going into that. Fuck no, dude. Connor, was, Connor wasn't getting pieced up too bad. It wasn't... He was like getting the, mauled like Khabib, ass, dude. It wasn't like, was it actually a 10-8? Because I, I didn't do Two judges scored it a 10-8. Two judges scored it a 10-8 round. Two. So it's like... But if he didn't get that flurry at the end, which was because of broken ankle or broken tibia... Um, then, then Dustin doesn't end the round like that. If he didn't break his tibia, Connor was on the offensive. He was packing up for a punch when he broke his ankle. Um, it's Connor McGregor. That, that 
Okay. That's not a decisive victory where you can go, okay, he doesn't have it anymore. So that, He broke his fucking freak ankle. I mean, so, that was weird. So this and is it was on a check well, to the elbow. This is what I want to ask you, okay? Take names out of it. Take names out of it. Take reputation out of it. If you've seen a fight like that for two pro fighters just coming into the business, is that fight going on? Is that a 10-8 round? Run you back. run it back. Well, 100%. see, no, on, see, because you're not going to run that back. What, what I was saying to Kevin earlier, because we were talking about this at the gym, and I was, I, I put it to him like this: it's the same thing as if, say, Sean O'Malley broke his fucking hand, punching that dude Chris, and couldn't continue in the third round or in the second round. He just couldn't continue because he had a broken hand. Right. That's a loss on fucking O'Malley because. Your body didn't hold up. In my opinion, that would have been a thing because he's not uh, conditioned enough or wh- whatever. You didn't punch correctly. Now your hands broke. Same thing with the the kicks, man. If you're not kicking, you're not stepping correctly, whatever the fuck happened, yeah. he fucked his own shit up yeah. and uh, his body couldn't continue. Do I think that it was a, a great win? No, but it was definitely an L for him. Yeah. And and I I think that Jake Paul was said something very clever at the the thing today, I, I watched some of it, and he was saying, um, "What was it like six months ago?" Or what do, What do you say, Kevin? You, you finish it up for me. I know you remember that. What Jake Paul said when when he was talking about how like six months ago, Jay, uh, he everybody thought he was crazy yeah, or whatever. He said eighteen months ago, I was I was begging Connor for a fight, and now look, Connor's sitting on his ass uh, with a broken fucking ankle. And I don't need him. He needs more, he needs me more than I need him. Yeah, and he's right. Yeah, he right is. now. He is at the moment. I think the best thing for him is the Jake Paul fight. But th- this is this is the question too. If you're Conor McGregor, okay, where do you go from here? Do you retire? Oh, yeah. Do you retire? Let's talk about path real quick because okay. that matters too, right? Yeah. Poirier's next shot is with Charles Oliveira. Yeah. And he's not I winning. honestly don't see him going through Oliveira. He's not winning that. Oliveira's gonna choke him the fuck out quick. A lot of people think that uh Poirier could win that though. No. And I, I think he could I personally if I could if I could pick what fight to do, I would do the Poirier versus Charles Oliveira. I think it's the best way to to see who the best one fifty five is right now. Even if the title wasn't even involved those two need a fight to figure out who the best 155er is. I agree with that. I just think Oliveira wins that fight. I well, let's say Oliveira wins that fight. You're telling me Poirier isn't immediately looking at Conor McGregor for the money and the clout and the whatever? Like, 100%. He has kids to feed. He's not fucking around. True. I agree. If he loses Oliveira, then he's looking at Conor. But if he wins... Let's say Connor wins that fight. And, I mean, I'm just making shit up right now, but let's yeah. say Connor wins that fight in decisive fashion. What, the next what, one. What fight? Looks fucking clean. So, against so, Poirier. So, okay, so this is the other thing. This is this is my issue with it. So Connor loses, right? Connor loses his rematch to, to Poirier. And he's and, done. And he gets another rematch to Poirier? As soon as he comes back? Yes. Fuck because no. of how it finished, in my Fuck opinion, 100%. No. You have to win a fight well, to Dana fight for you. Said the rematch is there, bro. The rematch like, like is Warriors there. saying in the chat, Dana said that the rematch is there. But what I said, Dana's lied before, and he has. 100%, dude. It's like, look, you cannot 
Connor hasn't, like the dude in a pink suit said, he hasn't won a fight since fucking Obama. He has not won one fight since since any, uh, in four or five years, he hasn't won a fight. Like, this all is I'm sad. Is, you have to think money, financial situation goes into all of this decision making. You're not the card maker. Sean Shelby is. I and agree. So, I agree. Connor's you know, money. I agree. Day, Connor's Conor McGregor's getting what he wants, but I don't see I don't see Poirier going through Oliveira, right? If he does, I wouldn't be surprised. So don't quote me, but I'm just saying, I think Oliveira wins that. And if he does, then yes, the next fight for Connor is Poirier. If if Poirier wins that, um, I'm with you. I don't agree that Connor should get a title shot, but that's only if Poirier wins. If Poirier wins. Who else? Who who does Poirier fight if Poirier wins? If Poirier if wins, fun. okay, he can fight the winner of uh, what the uh, who's that guy? Uh, we're talking lightweight, right? Yeah, Makachev's up there. Um, Dan Hooker just lost. Justin Gaethje mm-hmm. is coming off a loss uh, to the champion. So think about Dana White right now. Uh-huh. You're trying to struggle to find who could be even competition in the event that the guy you think is going to win is going to win. Like, who does Oliveira fight if he beats Poirier? It doesn't matter. There's still there's a question. Dana needs Connor in this division right now. Uh, needs him up there. I don't know to about make that. Other people I don't, don't agree fight. with that. I don't agree with that. You Dana, don't Dana, needs Con- Dana needs Connor's hype. But he doesn't need him in a certain division, right? Connor could be in one seventy. He could be in one forty-five. He could be in one fifty. Connor, Connor, hear me, hear me out. Okay, hear me I'm out listening. I'm second. listening. I'm listening. I'm, I'm talking at this from a more business and political standpoint. I'm not talking as an MMA mark. Okay. I'm talking for real. As if I'm Dana White, he don't want none of those fucking people fighting for the title yet. None of them. He wants Connor. He wants Poirier. He wants Oliver. He wants Nick. Nate Diaz would be in that fucking title picture before. But Nate's any of the at one seventy. If it were Dana White's choice. Nate's at one seventy though. I'm just saying that Dana wants money. Dana's fought at one. Want, I mean, he's fought at one fifty five though. He has. I I agree with My you. My point is like anybody. He'll let somebody step in who's talking the talk, and I bet you. What we saw the other day was a, you know, a reminder that Conor McGregor cards pay the money. And we saw a lot of fucking hard, hard fought matches all the way up and down the card. Um, the last couple of years, we've been seeing people play a little bit safer because they don't have health insurance. They, you know, they, their careers are over in one day if Dana wants them to be. So, yeah. you know, we're, t- we're, we're talking about, let's see, we got Benyel Dariush, Michael Chandler. Tony Ferguson, Dos Anjos, Gaethje. Those are the names. I, Makachev I, is ninth. Hooker's eighth. I, Makachev I, has the ties with Khabib, though. Yeah, I want to see... That's important. That, that could be leveraged. I want to see uh, Chandler taking on Darius or Dos Anjos. One of the two. And it, it looks more like Dos Anjos is up for it. Uh, Darius is probably going to take on Gaethje. And then that leaves, that leaves Connor to come back and fight Ferguson to win. If Connor wins against Ferguson, which is very, very doable, then that puts him right back into title contention. But if Connor loses against Ferguson, duns. 
Connor's done. Connor, Connor, Connor can't lose decisively against anybody. His next fight has to be a win. And I felt like that this one, but I, I agree. I, that's why I feel like for Connor's legacy, this match almost doesn't count. It does because he got his ass kicked in the first round, but I feel like that he just has to continue as if this fight for him, he has to continue like this fight didn't matter. No, or no, no. Matter. I think Connor needs think to find a new role in the UFC or, or just in MMA. Uh, he could he could literally just do something else because um he he had he is he might have a little bit in him but the more top top competition that he's fighting the more times he fights the closer he is to really seriously injuring himself even worse i mean that was a pretty serious injury i agree i agree i think the opposite of what you just said kevin like he doesn't need to do this i i, I it just doesn't. I, I don't. I don't see that going down. But look, um, what did you got before we get on the tangent? Because we could talk about this fight all night. Okay, what did you guys think of Burns versus um, Thompson? I want to hear about that fight real quick because not many people are talking about that fight. Yes, it wasn't the most exciting fight, but for me, I think Stephen Thompson that puzzle has been solved. Between Tyron Woodley and Gilbert Burns, Thompson can't compete at the top level. What do you think? So, well, I mean, in my opinion, Burns kind of fought like just to win. You know, when you talk about exploiting the rules or whatever, he wasn't trying to finish them in a way. He was just trying to win. He's point fighting, which, you know, Stephen Thompson will do that when it comes to the stand-up. Yeah. So it just – we should have seen this from a mile away uh, that it would end up being a point type of style fight, not a savage fight like the rest of the night. That's that's where it killed me, man. I, like I didn't, Burns didn't go for it like like we hoped he would. And if, Bur- if Burns would have went for it, then Thompson could have maybe, maybe did something good or Burns would have done it. But it, it needed – we needed one of them to go for it a little bit more – but I feel like they both fought very safe. What do you think, Kev? Thompson has the same problem as Uriah Hall. It's psychological. Um, he's he's over here, you know, working with ESPN or whoever, Fox. You know, he's 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 getting to be the face of the company, like Buddy was saying. Connor should do. Um, he's com- not commentating, but he's doing commentary after the fights and stuff. He's got a face for TV, and he's just too nice. He, he he's over here shaking hands. He's smiling. He's like fucking. That's a good punch. Like you can't. He's 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 a shitty poker player. He doesn't want to lose. He doesn't don't put Uriah Hall in that corner, bro. Uriah Hall's been. Uriah he's, Uriah Hall. he's gotten better with that, bro. His 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 well, mental well, game is getting stronger, bro. That's because Dana gave him the fucking talk, and said, "Dude, you could be a goddamn champion in this sport if you're just a cutthroat." Stephen Thompson doesn't need to be a cutthroat. He he's. He's probably close to retirement anyways. I, I, uh, if it's one thing I know about the Thompson family is they're not fucking a bunch of bitches, all right? They ain't about, right. It ain't about being a bitch. They about fucking dominating, all right? The Thompsons dominate. He has the ability to dominate, and I expected him to in this fight. I expected him to kind of talk down to Burns, um, not disrespectfully, but like, you know, like, I'm your father. I'm slapping you around the ring. He, he controlled the ring when he got mad. I don't know if you noticed that, but about halfway through the fight, 
Uh, he got hit a couple times good, and he changed his demeanor. His fucking, his happy smiles came away. His eyes no longer had the, you know, his whole look was different. And the second he started pressing Burns, he gave Burns a hard time. Um, I don't think it's a confidence thing for him. I think it's a, you know, let's put on a show. Brother, friend, he wants to go have beers with his enemies after the fight. It, it. When he was younger, he was hungrier. Now he's got the dough. He doesn't need to kill himself out there. He doesn't need to hate his opponent. But I think in, to make a good fight, that, that opponent's got to be your enemy. Yeah, I, I I agree with that that assessment. Now, I like what Warrior says in the chat. Thompson fights like he's sparring. Now, Thompson is a point fighter by nature just because he's a karate fighter. Like, he, he, he knows, okay, if I get this kick, I get to reset. If I get this punch, I get to reset. He doesn't fight like his life depends on it. He fights like his points depend on it. And that's that's a problem. Because you're in there for your life. You're not in there for points. You gotta, you gotta differentiate that. Like, you gotta... I, see, that's why I always say, man, like... I, I like Thompson's fighting, but and I think that sometimes he's savage. But he needs it, for his style when they need they need somebody to push the pace on them. It's just it, it doesn't work for exactly the the combat sports of it. Yeah, he relies a lot on his opponent's aggression. He wants to counteract his opponent's aggression and use it against them, and that that isn't always there. Like in Burns, with what Burns would do is Burns would wait for him to jump. And as soon as Burns, as soon as Thompson would jump at him, Burns would rush him and try to take him down. And as soon as he'd take him down, he would rabbit punch him. Yeah, that was a shitty way to go about the fight, but it won him that fight. And Burns knew that it would win him that fight. Burns knew he's not going to point bar him. He's not going to beat him in range. He's got to close the distance and beat him in a punch count. If he beaches him... So you think that Thompson should have hit him with the fluffy puffy? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Like, I want to see Thompson hit a spinning fucking bird kick like Chung Lee, like he did in the fir- when we first saw him. When he did the ninja flip. When he did the was- ninja flips and shit. And, like, he was knocking dudes out. He was saying, my karate is better, and I'm going to prove it. Now he's saying, I know my karate's better, and I'm just going to hold you off. Jimmy Thompson does have great fucking karate. He does. He does. He's a great karate guy. But, I mean, it only takes you so far. It really does. You know Jerry the King Lullard knows Jimmy Thompson. He does. (laughs) They're friends. They They were in... Jimmy was at his house, and we have proof. Really? Literally proof. Yeah. I, I, I'm i I'm scared to answer this or scared to ask any more questions about this. I'm actually a little, little worried on how you know this. happy birthday once, and Jimmy was there with him. Oh, Do you Jesus. remember that? No, I don't. You don't remember Jerry Lawler singing happy birthday? No. What? Does Ricky not remember that? He remembers everything about wrestling. I try to. I try to. But I don't remember Jerry Lawler saying happy birthday or singing happy birthday. I don't remember that. There's are video you, proof. Are you, are you going to pull it up? 
Oh, we can I'm go. I'm not the one streaming. We can go. I mean, put it in the chat. Do you need me to go look for it? I'll find it. I got it. All right. All right. <laughs> Why this is going on, we can talk about a real quick fight. Tie to Ivasa and Greg Hardy. I mean, what do you have to say about that? Tie to Ivasa coming out. I was out surprised with Tie to Ivasa deciding to fight the way he did. I mean, he got clipped a little bit too. Hats off to him, man. He fought like a fucking brawl, bro. He brawled with fucking Greg Hardy and won. Yeah. It was just a tough guy type of shit. Who's the tougher son of a bitch? Tied to Avasa won. So hats off to him. It's, it was a fucking, you know, heavyweight pro. Yeah, I got I got in my notes that Tied to Avasa hit him with a blind punch and won. Because he didn't see where he was punching. He didn't expect to hit Greg Hardy. He, he hit Greg Hardy in the eye socket just on a fluke honestly excuse me and it's in chat now by the way and not not knocked him out okay kevin i think we might lose you but we're gonna go and check out this video unfortunately we'll lose kevin oh no we kind of got you both but can't hear it you can't hear it hold on hold on Oh, okay, you're right, you're right. He and I have been talking a little bit. And he tells me that you like to play a character That's really fucking called well Jimmy Thompson. Is that right? Let me tell you something. Listen, Kevin, I know Jimmy Thompson. Personally, I've been hanging out with Jimmy Thompson. Trust me, you don't want to be a friend of Jimmy Thompson's. I mean, if Jimmy Thompson ever wants a friend, he'll have to get a dog. This guy's a total jerk. When he pats you on the back, he's looking for a place to stick the knife. I've known this guy, this this Jimmy Thompson, for a long time. And man, is he ever dumb. He couldn't tell you what a silver dollar's made out of. Damn. He couldn't tell you which way an elevator's going if he had two guesses. <laughs> Jimmy Thompson. Oh, I'll tell you something else. This guy is ugly, too. Man, when he was born, his mother used to put him in the corner and feed him with a slingshot. Oh, Jimmy Thompson. Let me tell you something. <laughs> you don't want to hang out with Jimmy Thompson. Because I've been doing that. The only reason I hang out with him is because... Sometimes my brain needs a rest. And so listen, Kevin, <laughs> one thing that Jimmy Thompson and I do agree on. Go ahead, Jimmy. We both want to wish you a very happy birthday. That's right. Jimmy Thompson and Jimmy the King T. are Jimmy singing T. right now. Happy Jimmy birthday to you, Kevin. Are you ready? Happy birthday to you. Come on, sing it, Jimmy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Kevin. Happy birthday to you. That's for oh, me. Wow. <laughs> Jimmy Thompson. That's fucking great. You gotta love that shit. Wow. That's fucking funny. Wow, Jimmy Thompson coming through. How do you ever get through and not, and not thanking Jimmy Thompson every day? Oh shit! Always gets through. You understand? Uh, I won the five pick championship because it ended at the end of the spring, and now you stay along just so you can have one last chance to win for the summertime blues. Well, let me tell you, Jimmy Thomas is coming back for season seventeen of the five pick championship, and he's gonna win. Jimmy's never gonna see a belt. Jimmy's never going to see Jimmy T did pretty well, though. 
Jimmy T lost just like I did. Tragic's I have the champion. More days in first place than you, yes, and that's he is. the bottom line because I say so. You say so. Okay. Okay. Y'all finished five points away from each other. Jimmy T scored a perfect 420. That's because Joe Jimmy T was fucking smoking weed. That's why he got a 420. Listen, I know you and I have not spoken since about uh, seven, eight months now. Yeah. I just want to let you know, I always knew that you were on my side. I knew it. <laughs> Jimmy T, look, we found out who the heel and the baby face really was through the yes, whole thing. Did. And AEW Listen, is still coming on strong. Right now, they're out of the pandemic. They're going to go tour. I can't wait. It's looking great. I mean, WWE is on the downslope. AEW is on the rise. Uh, now, real quick, let me tell you. Okay, I'm glad you mentioned that WWE because last night, my boy Ivar, he came in strong and he sat down on AJ Styles' face and he pinned him <laughs> one, two, three. Let's go. I seen it. I seen it. I seen it. I seen it too. I seen it too. And this Sunday night, he's going to be reclaiming those tag team titles with his tag team partner, Eric. And my boys are going to be the champions, you understand? I don't know. Uh, we're going to find out. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to find out. Money in the bank coming out Sunday. How do you feel? They, they hired this guy, Oso or something. Osmosis. Omos. Jones. Omos. What is this guy doing in that ring? He's 17 oh. feet tall. Omos is there just to stand and be tall. He's good. I, honestly, honestly tall. This is a shoot. I believe I could beat that man in a fight by running into his <laughs> leg as fast as I could. He's just a big man. He's just big. You remember, does anybody remember back in the day, the, the guy named uh, the the Giant Gonzalez or Elegante? Elegante, yes. That yes. dude was no exaggeration. He was seven foot four. and that That's was, how big Omos is. He's seven four. He's not. I mean, that's no exaggeration. That's He's a, that's a fact. Five. That's a fact. Seven foot four. Unbelievable. And and McMahon dressed him up like the Bigfoot. <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. It just it just reminds me of that whole thing. The guy couldn't wrestle. The guy can't move. How do you sell a fight that when the guy you put can't... put him in the tag team championship is it, what fucking Vince McMahon does. Puts him un, up against the, the smallest real. guy in the roster. Unfucking real But whatever. Look. Let's get back to MMA. If we ain't talking AEW and we talking shitty WWE, let's get back to MMA. That I, I, I like hey, that. Hey, I got you on that. All right. Um, did, are, are we? Is there any more to go over, or are we done with the uh, fight of the, the fights? No, there's there's three more fights to go over. I want to talk about um, Omar Amakadev taking on uh, Brad Tavares. You got Akhmedov. I'm sorry, Akhmedov taking on Tavares. What did you guys see that Adam, I didn't let's see? Talk about this one. Cause now look, Dom, uh, let's tell y'all about this one. Let me see, Dom. Give him a rip. <laughs> My boy Mikey, he noticed right off the bat that the boy shit himself. We was outside having a good old time listening to some tunes. We missed the first couple of fights. Me and oh, me and Kevin shit. did. But my boy Mikey kept telling me, yo, Brad Tavares shit his pants, bro. And I asked around, bro. I was like, I was, I look at on Twitter. I asked anybody that was watching the fights. Nobody noticed. 
I, know, I did I not. Had, I hit him it. up. He he went where he wound the motherfucker just to find it, and fucking I he had the clip, and I saved it. So yeah, I shared that clip on fucking Twitter. If y'all want to check look, it out, look, I did not see it. I tried to look for it, and I still didn't see it. And then you shared the clip, and I was like, "There's a spot on the on the mat that looks like shit that just came out of nowhere. Like, how the hell do you shit yourself mid combination and still keep going like nothing happened? Like you know, he drew back, like he was gonna like he was gonna pounce because his opponent, uh, <laughs> Mister Akamadov, was laying on his back." And he drew guard or whatever, and you see Tavares go to like, I'm gonna jump on him, and he shits himself, <laughs> and he chooses not to jump down. I bet, I bet Akhmedov read his eyes and said, "That man's coming down on me," and it didn't happen. He said, "This guy's play. He's a, he's a ninja. I can't read him. He's a shit ninja." <laughs> Brad Tavares is a shit ninja. Holy crap. <laughs> Hey, it was it was funny as hell, bro. I couldn't, I didn't. Like I said, I missed the first couple of fights. I we was just. At, I'm telling you, bro. Saturday was so nice in Florida. I took some time to get in the pool. Kevin laid out. Nice, you know. Get your hey, tan I got on. in the hot tub tonight after working out, bro. We had a hell of a workout. You know, we living it up out here in Florida. I don't know how you all doing Baltimore, but down here in Florida, we don't fuck around. We live in life. I don't. I don't even believe my ears right now. You don't know how we do in Baltimore. You lived here for thirty years and don't know how we do in Baltimore. Hey, I'm, wow. I'm Florida now, partner. Wow, you go down to Florida for eight months and all of a sudden you don't know who we are. Hey, sometimes you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Sometimes it takes thirty oh. years to realize where home is. He's wow. only been gone for three, four months. You feel like eight because you're missing him. I do miss him. I do miss him. I miss my co-host. Now we got the only time I see him is on this podcast. That's it. That's it. I do miss him. I I'll be honest. I call like I call yeah, well, spade a spade. Hey, I miss the crabs that you used to give me. <laughs> oh, good crabs. Yeah, they was. They was. They was good. They was good. You you can't get no. Have you hung out with Jordan yet? No, nah, I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him. Look, I've been, I've been yeah, so. Yeah, well, I'm saying you miss me. You miss Jordan. You better go that, hang out with Jordan. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's he, right. He's a little closer. But, man, it. I tell you what, you can't, you can't turn your back on Baltimore. You just can't. All right. Look, no matter where you go, now, somebody, somebody from Baltimore, going to tell me you can't turn your back on Baltimore, knowing that anybody from Baltimore would turn their back on anyone. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Look, you just can't renounce like you've never been here. You, you've you been it's here. It's the Baltimore way. It's the Baltimore way. It's the way. Baltimore I, I way. You get the I fuck out, out of here. I'm better than everybody else get the from Baltimore. fuck out of here with that shit, yo. Look, that's what I got to do. I got to move out, act like I'm better than y'all. Oh, uh, whatever. Whatever. Florida is better yourself. than Baltimore, bro. Go fuck yourself. You make me want to choke you out like uh, Zemaglov taking on... Fucking Jerome, Ricky, B. you better be training because I am, motherfucker. I'm I hope ready. you are. I fucking hope you are, motherfucker, because I will choke you out so fast, so fast, you won't know what happened. Think about it. Think about it. Who's trained? Who's I'll not? I'll knock you out cold who's and then trained, teabag you Halo not? style, son. Who's trained? Who's not? That's all have, I got to say. Have you ever been unconscious and then just got dropped on with the nutsack? We know you have. We I can't dropped say them the golden nuts on you. on you. We can't say the same for you. 
can't say the same for me. Look, I we never, know. I never. We know if out. you get hit, you rolling, and you're gonna be out. You can't say the same for me because I ain't never been knocked out. I ain't never been down. You've been down, all right? Hey, how how many seconds was I down? Not even one. Not even one. You the were, ref wouldn't even have called that a the one. The ref count, wouldn't bro. even call that one. Okay, momentum and your body you weight. Hit him with a Mack truck. You have to hit him with a Mack truck to get through that coconut. Okay, he, he this right hand, this right hand is a Mack truck. Man. You can't touch this man. That's my cousin. That's my brother. That's my boy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's your balding boy. This egg won't crack. All right, Rick. Okay, okay. Bring your ass up here, and we'll see who cracks what. Oh no, I, I don't. I ain't going to. I ain't going to slum it in Baltimore no more. <laughs> you want to get down? You come down to the Florida. Oh, don't worry, we'll, don't worry. I'll be down there. I'm gonna take my if, nice if little vacation. We gotta worry about the weather, Florida. You know, we can just fight whenever we want. Okay, I'll take my nice little vacation down to Disneyland, ride Splash Mountain, come down there after a high five Mickey Mouse, and come down there and whip your ass. Is that clear? That, that clear enough for you? A little pull, uh, promo there. Riding Space Mountain. I didn't say Space Mountain. I ain't Ric Flair. I said Splash Mountain now. I ain't going crazy. I know my place. All right? I know not to get on Space Mountain. I'm going to stay on Splash Mountain, get a little wet, and then move on. And come down there, cool off, whip Buddy's ass, and then go back home. That's, I'm that's all. To to space Mountain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're... T- <laughs> Hit, hit it with a twofer, and then you'll be in Space Mountain real fucking quick. But look, anyway, what did you think? Maybe I should. What did you think of uh, Rivera versus uh, Zamugloff with that fucking standing guillotine, man? That was off the fucking charts. That's a hell of a way to start a fight. Oh, my God, dude. Starting right off the bat, dude takes a shot, gets caught in a guillotine, stands him up and walks him to the cage, chokes him out. Over. Over round I one. St- I stand by what I said about how he looks weird. He does have a weird <laughs> look. That guy looks weird. He does. He does look weird. I give you that. He, I give you that. Yeah, but that- you act like I felt. I kind of felt kind of bad. I was like, damn, am I being kind of judgmental? You are. No, but- and then when I and then when I seen some stuff, I'm like, no, this motherfucker does look a little different. Like, come he on, just looks man. off. There's something wrong with him or something. Wow, you call you calling it out like that? Just because the man looks different, you don't say that about Jimmy T. Jimmy T looks a little different. Ricky, Ricky, you know damn well that man looked a little different. <laughs> Let's call a spade a spade here. That man looked a little different than another man. Simple as that. I wouldn't trust him around your kids. <laughs> Neither would I. <laughs> Neither would I. I'm fucking asshole for that one. <laughs> I got a co-sign. I wouldn't trust him babysitting my kids neither. <laughs> I don't even. Yeah, he's he's and he's speaking Russian and shit. Like, yeah. he just it just feels like he's like an alien or something. You know, uh, he that he does give off that too. like I'm not from this world, like vibe. I get that. I get that a lot. Mm, mm, mm. I bet that's funny. That's funny right there. A good fighter though. He's, he's that's that key team. That key team was quick. It was tight, and he walked him to the cage so he couldn't go nowhere. Like that's 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 ring IQ, that's submission IQ, and it's trying to end the fight quickly. I mean, you can't. That's that's a triple threat right there, man. I don't care how weird his ass looks. He he's gonna hurt somebody. Well, that's good. 
That I is mean, that's, what, that's the right business to be in if you're going to hurt someone. That's true. Now, let's we'll have him talk to Stephen Thompson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he needs to. He needs to get a mean streak. But look, that boy ain't a Thompson anymore. We'll kick him out. Oh, Jesus. He's gone. What did you, speaking of mean streak, <laughs> speaking of mean streaks, what did you think about Arena uh, Adanya taking on Yana Kuniskaya? Yana Kuniskaya came in with to this match like she, like her life depended on it. I mean, she was aggressive. She was she was uh, uh, pushing the pace. She was striking hard. It looked like she trained really good for this. She had a good game plan. But a, a real Donya, just with the boxing, just, oh. This woman, this, 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 this Kunitz, Kunitzke. Uh, Kunitzkaya. Anyways, yeah. She, she come to this ring. Yeah. Born 31 years ago. Looking like she born 25 years ago. You know what I'm saying? She looking young. That's right. After a few moments into this matchup. She looked like a soccer mom in that oh, ring. Damn. Face all fucked up. Damn. After another few moments, this woman looked like a 65-year-old woman in that ring trying to wear too much makeup. Uh, she got her face fucked up. <laughs> and she went looking, you know, like uh, yeah. a doll in that ring to, to not looking too good. Uh, but uh, I, I picked her. I thought she was going to win this matchup. But I that's did, where the, too. The look so. You can't make all your picks off of, off of looks, Recky. You should have known better, Jimmy T, because we knew Aldana came in. Aldana, however you want to pronounce it, she came in way overweight. Yeah, that she was looked a, a lot bigger. That was, a and that's what I think. That's what the big fucking factor here was. The, she wasn't a professional about it and didn't make weight, and it was very easy because she didn't have a weight cut. Now, do you think the weight cut? really helped her with that with that left hook i mean that was a check left hook that she caught her with regardless look at is regardless if she was on weight or not like that was a decent boxing intelligent move i don't know if weight really played that big of a factor into that fight statistically it almost always happens the fucking person that don't cut weight wins i agree with you but the way that the fight ended, it didn't seem like weight was a factor. Well, it could have been the weight cut for Kunitskaya. You know what I'm saying? Like she it made her a little weaker. Cut. Okay. It just she had to fucking struggle a little bit more. She'd been running down the mountain, they say. And uh Al Dana's over here eating chips. <laughs> hey, but she gave up thirty percent of her purse. I mean, she's on, she's only making Yeah, but now good. she got that dumb on her record. I mean, honestly, I mean, it should be to me when it when they don't make weight, there should be always like an asterisk or something. I think that that should be a fucking factor unless it's agreed upon be, between both fighters. Like, I don't give a fuck about weight, but then you're not going to that fight's not going to count towards any type of ranking. But either way, like that, she don't she for me, she shouldn't get a bump into a fucking bantamweight. She no. didn't fight as a bantamweight. Right. She was so, so Warriors in here saying, especially five pounds extra, she was five pounds overweight. Is that true? But she was. Eight it was pounds like overweight. no, it was like one thirty nine point something. It might as well have been five pounds, bro. Because supposed to come in at one thirty five, she came in at like one thirty nine point something. You're right, you're oh, right. fuck! I was reading hell. the nine. Wow, dude. Wow, I didn't know that she was that much overweight. That's a lot. That's a whole lot of overweight. 
I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. To yeah, me, that's it's, a whole other weight class almost. It's just not right. It's and not. and the thing is, they don't they don't really exactly. Uh, they might have said it, but it's in in my opinion. Um, Peacemaker, yeah, three point five. It, it, I I get that one thirty six is allowed. Doing correct math, might as well be three point five. Might as well be five at this point. Yeah, I mean, once you hit one forty, one thirty nine, like, come on, man, that's that's a different weight class. You don't want to fuck with that. You're you have a significant advantage over your opponent at that point. Hats off I, to Kudaskaya for I'm, taking I'm all the fight. For them cut, like they should literally just call up the fights. Mm-hmm. I think they should start doing that because I agree. If, if weight class is a big deal, which it seems to be, yeah. Then either you fucking cut the weight, go in your correct weight where you don't have to cut too bad, and just fucking work. And if you don't make weight, you're not fighting. I agree. I agree. But Aldaya, I, I will say she is the more intelligent fighter with boxing like and she beat her with boxing skill it's not like she beat her with weight she beat her with boxing skill she didn't press on her like pressure and weight and clinch she she beat her with a check yeah, but she up. could add a little bit more oomph behind her fucking punches and her steps based on i get that but that was a based clean. on not having to cut as much weight that was I, a clean I just, ass shot, I'm just saying though. it's a it's a clear advantage. People that don't make weight typically win, yeah. so that's an actual fucking problem. I think that they need to do something way worse worse because people are willing to take that cut just to get that dub. Yeah, thirty percent isn't it enough. Be half, half your purse, maybe even more. Yeah, and uh, like the fights, bro. I'm over it, bro. I I wouldn't mind. Like literally, if they're like, you know what, we're not gonna do that fight. It's because they're the asshole that wasn't professional to make the weight they promised they signed up for. Yeah, but you do have to have a fight in order to maintain your sponsorship. Always have a fucking backup. I agree. I agree. Only for like main events and stuff. Look at it this way, right? Let's say that was the case and this fight went on because Aldana lost the weight, right? She knew she couldn't make the weight cut, so she stopped. Having that much weight over tells me she stopped a lot earlier than she could have. She yeah, probably she could, she could have pushed the limit. And so she called it when she did because she was done. She's yeah. done cutting weight. That's the furthest she could go. Um, what if she had to, right, to get paid or whatever, and now here she is trying to, trying to drip off three and a half pounds. How would she have performed the following day? So who knows what Kunitskaya went through uh, to get there and stand on that stool and be of weight she might have been in literally the exact predicament or worse and spent that last two three hours cutting that weight and maybe that's why she was drawn out you don't know i mean everyone goes through it but that's I, exactly I what i'm trying to say too yeah. yeah hey i'm gonna go shut this dog up r.i.p the dog <laughs> don't kill it but look that's the only way to shut it up oh my god yeah that is no nah, but seriously i'll just talk and relax all joking aside, um, I thought that she performed well, but to me, I don't. I, I think that they, I'm. I would be all for them just calling off the fights. That way, people would either make the weight or get hated. Yeah. Because if they called off that fight, and they started doing that, and they like, and everybody knew they were gonna call off the fight if you don't make weight, then 
it would literally be a new it would be a new era in fucking or era in fucking like MMA I think because if people didn't make weight the fans would fucking hate them bro like bro make fucking weight so you can fucking fight you know what I mean like it would it would just change the weird weird uh vibe I agree I agree the vibe would change and you don't give you don't give somebody uh, a platform to make money if you have a backup for each fight, then yeah, you can do that. But I mean, that's that's a bigger but also, cut in your pocket. Too. But also drive people to fight at proper weights. You know, Connor shouldn't be fighting uh, at featherweight or whatever. And um, you know, Rumble Johnson was cutting crazy amounts of weights to get to light heavyweight or whatever. Yeah, um, one seventy at one point or one seventy. Yeah, you're right. And so. If they had, if they, if there was the risk of literally just not getting paid, like fights off, no fucking rematch, like, and, and, you know, just you fucking take a ding and maybe even it affects your contract. Like you don't make weight, you're fucking done. Uh, making weight should be the criteria. And so if you're not fighting in the right weight class, um, you would change, you would probably adjust that. There would be people who still skirt the lines, but I think a majority would probably, um, you'd start to see a more proper, you know, people fighting it at a more proper weight, you wouldn't have mismatches, and uh, you know, I think that makes sense. Yeah, basically, what I'm saying is, to piggyback on that a little is making weight shouldn't be optional, but it is, and um, and I think that it has to be like that because they're afraid if somebody dies cutting weight, the lawsuits and stuff because they had to make weight. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you there, but I also like what one championship does with the water test to make sure you're hydrated. It it takes weight class out of the picture almost. It takes weight cutting completely down to almost nothing. Like if you're a once like Connor, let's because Connor's notable. Let's take Connor for instance. He walks around at one ninety. He cuts to 170. That's a decent cut. He cuts again to 155. It's dangerous. He cuts to 145. It's life-threatening. Motherfucker looked like Skeletor. He did. He did. And it, with these water tests, to make sure you're properly hydrated, would, would eliminate him going to 145. It may even eliminate him going to 55. I mean, 55, he didn't look horrible, but I question it a little bit. 170 is really his weight class, where he looks super healthy. You'd have to sacrifice a lot of the muscle and power to make 155 in that regard. Yeah, I agree. Hey, um, uh, kind of out there question for everybody in the chat and these other two guys. If we was to have an open weight tournament... MMA rules, anyone can enter, and like out of all the promotions that we know of, who you guys think would do the best? I don't understand the question. What do you mean do the best? Who you think would win? Open weight tournament right now. MMA rules. Open weight. Literally, people from other promotions can join in. Jimmy, Jimmy would say Jessica I. I'd say Francis would whip ass. Maybe John Jones because he's a little, he's a little bigger. Like I would say John Jones. Um, and I'd also like to see Kamar Usman, 
Usman because he's so disciplined. And an open weight challenge and his his wrestling pedigree, I'm I might take Usman. What do you think? What do you think, bud? Well, we were both thinking uh a lot like we seems like we think 170 might be the perfect weight cuz I was thinking somebody like Colby. Colby's got a big gas tank, but his jaw is That'll compromised. Go- yeah, but that gas tank will go a long way and, and he's got enough speed. I think he's got more speed than fucking Usman. Yeah, but he's not as disciplined. That's where that's where I get where I get a little off. He get, he has to get squirrely sometimes. I think he, he does, would. He does. He does. He does. Now, now if he's taking on somebody like Francis, though, I mean, good God, open weight. Francis you think Mighty You think Mighty crazy. Mouse would do well against like some of these Fuck heavier guys? Fuck no, Mighty Mouse is done, dude. Mighty Mouse is done. Mighty Mouse is fast, but he's not as fast as he used to be. He's not as aggressive as he used to be. He's more cautious with the knees and the elbows. What about and Brock? The kicks. Brock? Brock? Brock's old, dude. Brock's done. We won't see Brock no more. Brock's happy with all the land and all the money that he made in wrestling. We won't see Brock no more. He's got a ponytail now. I've seen. I've seen. He's trying to look like one of those Viking fucking extras, dude. He's... I bet you he lands a big movie role. Yeah, yeah. Go to movies. Good, good for him. I want to yeah, see. He, he, he would be a good enemy. You know, he's not a. He'd be a good like bad guy, awesome. last boss in a movie or something. The next Fuck. Expendables. Yeah. Hey, just to give my my really underdog pick that I would pick if I could like have somebody enter, that I think would do exceptionally well, fucking Glover Teixeira. I think that he's got the grappling, he's got the little banger, and he, he don't mind trading with a motherfucker. That's his so problem, though. Right there. That's his problem. He likes trading. You know? I'm just saying that I think he can bang with some of these heavier guys, too. He, and then imagine him against a smaller guy. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. And we already know who Kevin's going to pick. Chris Montino or whatever. I'd put that fucking man. I would hire him as my personal bodyguard if I could. Oh, get the fuck out of here, dude! You know he'll take an ass whip for you. That's what, that's a goddamn shit. I'm saying, dude, like, we piss somebody off. Like, hey, don't fight me. Fight my brother. <laughs> you ever see those videos where like someone gets tased and they don't go down? That's that motherfucker. Yeah, like, he's just taking it. He. We were laughing at the end of round one. Like, openly, hysterically laughing at the shots this guy was taking. At the end of round two, we were like, what fucking round is this? Is this the third round or the second or the first? Like, what the fuck? And then at the middle of the third round, we were just, like, standing up. No way. No way. Like, it we is couldn't a, believe the shots he was taking. It is a complete rocky moment. Uh, uppercut from Ninganu, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He'd eat that shit. Like, Ninganu's uppercut, like... Bro, you get you got more, bro. He just keep walking forward towards the guy. The guy like, oh my god, he doesn't fucking die. Dana, get Herb to stop the fight. Get Herb. <laughs> oh, that's great. Dana's a Boston boy too. I bet that dude gets paid his next fight. I, I, I hope really so. hope. When you see something like that, you just gotta be like proud. Like that I guy. Hope so man, that guy literally made you know a, a new life for himself by in that one performance uh, in my opinion i mean i don't know if i'm just seeing things crazy but uh he severely 
he severely changed your viewpoint of what someone can take in the ring. Um, what's his face ended up completely demolishing several records. Uh, Sean O'Malley did uh, significant strikes. Like I think he came within almost like third place of, of all time. It's like 200 strikes or something. It was something god awfully ridiculous. Like his short career, he now is third all time significant strikes in the UFC because of one fucking fight. Like, think about that. That dude, that dude, and that dude walked out of the hospital that night, clean bill of health, no, no injuries, no, no concussions. Like, what? So that tells you right now that that while it was, some people would say it was a good call and that he was protecting him. Herb Dean shouldn't have called the fight technically because the guy was still completely able to defend himself. He just took a lot of facial damage. Um, somehow his brain didn't rattle. And maybe there is something to it. Maybe he has more cushion inside of his head that protects him from stuff like that. But that guy wasn't... When you see people get hit by some of those shots, you see their their arms fall or their body kind of slump. They they take a, a, you know, but a break look, for a look, look, I, I want I to, to run this by you guys tonight. What? How much do you think it is, like, when you first get your your dream job, how good you want to do the job, how much you're willing to sacrifice for that job. Like, that was what it was going through this guy's head. It's like, look, I know I don't deserve to be here, but you're giving me the opportunity, so I'm going to make the absolute most of it. And then on top of it, when you have a soft hitter, now look, O'Malley knocks out people. I'm not saying that he doesn't. But deteriorating he, fighters, we, you know, you can say it. Okay, he pitter pats people to death. Like, like that, I mean, he he beat fucking, uh, what's his name? He beat Eddie Wyland because, yeah, and, and he he's been out of the fucking his prime for a while. True, but he beat him because of the seventeen shots he took before he hit the one knockout punch. It was it wasn't just oh we walk in I hit you with a knockout punch you go to sleep no. There was a lot of punches leading up to that. What what I'm saying, like, like you gotta account for the heart, the opportunity, and the fact that this dude was so hungry that he looked at O'Malley and said, "You will not knock me out tonight. I will fuck you up with my heart on my sleeve," and that's exactly what dude said. Dude, like, got hit like twenty. 20 million times and smiled at him was like that's all you got i've been hit harder by my mama bitch and didn't even didn't even get sat down you know not even once not even once like just kept going and kept going and kept going was like i will eat everything you have because i want this more than you like that is a rocky moment that you need to deliver on and the fact that herb dean stopped it just pissed me off it it did. It really did. It pissed me off. This podcast is instantly anti Herb Dean now, based uh, off hundred percent. I don't know who's who's worse, Goddard or Herb. Who's worse? If you ask Jimmy T and Kevin, it's gonna be Herb. But if you ask me, I will tell you, Goddard's on my fucking top of the shit list, bro. Listen, I asked Buddy to specifically call out the shit he hated about Goddard. And he started off with saying, as of right now, he's doing all right. And that's the last I heard of it. 
So Goddard. Bullshit! You got mad with me too, bro. I know we did. We fucking called him out. It was like instantly when he started fucking up. He's just too involved. I think Herb Dean's a phenomenal ref. I think he's bought and paid for. I honestly believe that that was a fucking bullshit. Um, I think he knew. It's either Mutino knocks O'Malley out in the first or second round like some miracle, right? Or they go the distance, let O'Malley mount up the fucking thing, and, and if it gets close, you fucking don't let him... <laughs> Dude, because they were doing it. They were, like, separating them and shit off the cage uh, before they needed to. There was just a lot of that. And it, well, it's you know, it's because this was supposed to be Sean O'Malley's moment. It was yeah. supposed to, it had to be a knockout. It looks better on paper when his career, when they're doing the promotion later, they're already thinking down the line, I think, bro. And they needed that specific fucking thing to be written down. Knockout. Just like in the rule book, fucking right away, Connor was saying it needs to be uh, Dr. Dr. Stoppage. I, I like that. Uh, look, Connor knew that once his leg broke, that he had it out, and he jumped on it. He jumped on it faster than anybody I've ever seen jump on it. Like, when when you get a bone broken, if any of you two have ever broken a bone, you know there's an initial shock. Like, like me, I broke my wrist and my arm. And it's just like, when it limp and goes crazy, like it falls, and you have zero control over your limb, like... That's a shocking ass feeling. I always cringe over thinking about it. It's a shocking fucking feeling. And for him to have the wherewithal, like Ronda Rousey said, like to cut a promo as soon as you hit the ground, like, oh, I still need a fight. Hey, fuck you, fuck you. Jolie's in my DMs. I mean, that that takes that takes another level of concentration that that I'm not willing to go to. He said, I'm gonna kill you and your wife. Right. Like that. Yeah. And then the- hey, I'm going to post a link in the chat. You're welcome to bring it up if you want to kind of go over this. Um, it's Joe Rogan's Instagram, and he has the video slowed down. You can see when he breaks his, his leg. Oh, yeah, when Dustin and- hits him with his elbow. That was yep. that was cool. So, like, I won't play it right at the moment right now, but if you look at it back, if you run the fight back – um. Connor kicks at Dustin and Dustin elbows his leg in blocking and that's where it breaks and you can almost see it like snap because it wraps around the elbow and then when he puts it back down on the down on his foot he is very ginger about it he's like oh something ain't right but I gotta throw this punch and he threw a punch and it still wasn't right. And then when he sat down on his right hand on his, or I'm sorry, his left hand. When he sat down on his left hand, like if you know anything about punching, you know the punching comes from the ground to your hips to then to the punch. When he dropped his hips to sit down on his punches to get that weight is when the foot broke. And and it was from the elbow of Poirier when gross. he got kicked. I don't know. It wasn't that gross to me. I've seen way more gruesome breaks in my I'd day. I'd much rather see somebody get knocked out, uh, cut open, than a fucking limb snapping. That shit is so fucking... And it might be because I never had that happen to me. I I kind of felt like I've been... Like, I went unconscious before. Um, 
I, I've been cut open before. So, I mean, I know what that feels like. But when I see somebody break the bone, I can only imagine. That fucking noise is just, it just makes me cringe inside. Yeah. I kind of like I that. Believe. I like that sound. I like that feeling a little bit. It's kind of funny to me. I'm sorry I'm a little sadistic at that, but it is funny to me. And I've I had. I Herb Dean didn't see it. Um, what was he what looking, looking at? He's a paid actor. I don't know. He was looking at the. He was looking Herb's at the action the between the guys. I can see if he missed it, but when Connor fell like he did and sat on his butt and then like. Held his leg up. You gotta like look at it and question it. And Herb didn't. Herb, Herb let it go for a little bit. And I think that you I let th- it go for fifteen seconds or I seven think, seconds. But the, I think um, that was done on purpose. He let it go on purpose. Yeah, I think he let it go on purpose because then the round could finish. And if he can't answer the bell, that's a doctor stoppage. If if he calls the fight as soon as before the fight end before the round ends, then it's a real it's a referee stoppage, and then the fight's over for real, and he has no leg to stand on. Sorry the pun, but like if if he lets the round go and he can't answer the bell, that's a doctor stoppage. That's not a referee stoppage. And I'm taking taking shit from Chell real quick. Because Chael Sonnen brought this point up. If a doctor has to stop a fight, that means the referee failed to do his job. The referee couldn't recognize the fact that the fighter was hurt enough and the doctor says, hey, dummy, the fight's over. And who was the referee? Herb Dean. Exactly. My man on that Herb. (laughs) Herb is not my homeboy. I wouldn't trust him. He's Sue he's just out there again. trying to suit lawsuit people. Sue, sue me again, you fucker. Sue me again, dude. <laughs> you guys are kids in there, and like, sue me again, Herb. Fuck you. That's just Jimmy, the little Jimmy T's. <laughs> it's the little T's out there. All right, all right, all right I understand. So look, that was UFC 264. I know we went through it. It was a lot to digest it was a lot to go over but look we're looking forward july 17th this saturday we got islam makashev he's got to be eagle 2.0 at this point taking on tiago moises we got misha tate taking on marriott renault uh who do you got in this i mean these fights look awesome let's just Let's just go down the line. Well, well, hold on. Before we get into that, let's let's just talk about Fight Pick Championship. Oh, shit. Iconic, tragic with the championship. I was so fucking close. Five points away. Gotta say that. But, tragic, you're getting a belt. You're getting a belt. Talk to to Buddy in the DMs. You gotta, like I said, like Kevin's doing. Look, I need an address to send this motherfucker a belt, okay? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, 100%. Look, as, as that's that's a point. I mean, whether or not whether or not we get the funding, I I, I hope we get the funding, but whether or not you won. Well, dude, this time we have 6 confirmed already. Okay, if I have to give you this belt right here that's that's on my mantle, I will give it to you because you won, you earned the fucking thing. I'll be real. Look, 
this shit is yours, whether or not it's the winter one, the fall one, or the spring one, the summer one. You earned a belt. You, sir, will get one. I promise you that. I just need an address to send it. That's all. So, bet on that. You won. We'll get you something. I, I take my shit seriously. This dude, every season, has done a pretty good job. I remember season one, he he was put up a fight. Um, he knows his shit about MMA, and it's fun to have somebody like that in the competition that I personally don't know, but I know through this process, right? Like, You know, for me, seeing Ricky win, that was cool. I wanted to win. Having Jay win. And then you have Tragic come along. This dude is from outside of my circle. He's from Buddy's circle. And he comes on in here. He sweeps the fucking legs with you guys. Uh, you guys have, you know, you, Buddy, you got to put up. You got to put up and shut up. Yeah, well, I'm going to try. I, I think that I didn't know the belt was on the line for this uh, one. I think the fact that we're going to have a belt on the line for summer season. And I think. I think that I'm going to step on my game. I mean, I knew Tragic. Tragic was my secret weapon. Originally, I brought him in to help me uh, against the evil Alpha. But then he got good, and he realized, man, I want to fucking show myself. I want to show out this time. And I think that Tragic, you know, he's got the MMA. He's doing his. He's doing a thing with um, a management company. He's doing his thing with uh, some, like, MMA media type stuff, you know. Don't get cocky, Tragic. I see you in the chat talking about Double Champ. You ain't even got the first belt. Don't talk about Double Champ. All right? All right, I'm going to be Double Champ. Trust that. Hey, I got a feeling feeling that Ricky wants me to volunteer this one. Look, it is what it is. I just need an address. yours is earned. Mine was given to me. It is what it is. I, I... it, if we need to send him one, I think it 100%. should be from me. Hundred percent. That um, if you want to put that up, that's fine. You earned yours. It's the only thing to do. I didn't want to have to volunteer mine, but because don't, you don't cry, don't poker, cry. You, you played fucking poker. You did the steps. <laughs> this was chess for you. I knew what you were getting at. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Tragic. And you will get your fucking belt. Love you deserve a belt. All joking aside, you deserve a belt. He I have one, one that was given to me. You earned one. one. I will send you this one. He will get one. Just just send send Buddy in the DMs your address, and we will get you your your belt, sir, because you definitely deserve it. You came at you came in this whole I want to say you came out of nowhere, but I can't because you've been on my ass the entire season. I wanted to take this this whole thing away. I I fucked up. I missed a couple fights. I didn't call them right, and 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 I lost. I lost. I'm I'm taking it like a man. I was five points away. I was this fucking close. Next time I will reign supreme. Ain't nobody touching me. And buddy, talk all that shit you want. You came in what tenth, seventh? I don't know what, but it wasn't near near nowhere near top five. My foot was a balloon. <laughs> Look, I, I moved from Baltimore to Florida in the middle of the season. Oh, Let's fuck calm your the fuck shit. down, all right? Leave me alone. Seriously, the first half. I know he wasn't He wasn't getting his picks in. He didn't get his picks in one week, and I said something to him, and he was like, ah, who cares? I'll get them next week or whatever. And I could tell his heart wasn't in it as much as it is towards the end of the season. He started really making his picks. He started coming back, and he actually, last couple cards, was like, you know, I got to fucking do this. 
Um, I, I imagine next season Buddy will come at it with that fucking renewed strength. He, he's even on this last card. Um, you guys both provide amazing analysis, uh, very similar analysis a lot of times because a lot of times it's the same, um, the same story with these fighters. But it's detailed analysis, and you both have very intricate ways of getting to it. Uh, and I really love hearing him talk about it. It's getting me more in love with the sport again. Yeah. Um, but, but Rick, you also have, you know, every week it's like, damn, Ricky's got fucking, what, 70 points, 40 points. Like, you knock it out. So you're making great picks. You have, you know, good analysis on, on why. This is why this podcast is, you know, where it's at. Uh, what are you, right. 136 episodes in. And uh, uh, as far as the, the when the next season is tragic, we're going to wait a week, right, guys? Yeah. And then we're going to start right back up. That's right. That's right. It's going to start we're right back up. We're trying to get up. the... 10 bucks from everybody at least uh you know to go towards the belts and um but it's not required if you but you just won't be in in the running for the belt yeah if you win you win but you won't get the belt belt is is for paid first place i think it should probably be Uh, that's fine for me I, i i i'm i'm all right with that that's cool i mean if you're gonna put forth the effort to to come in week in and week out why not yep. add ten bucks? It ain't that much. I mean, this belt's—it's not—it's not a paper belt. It's not bullshit. I mean, it's we a real re- deal. We really go out of our way. It is a leather belt. It's got metal in. It. I don't know if it's gold, but it is for real. It is real. It's tangible. It's in your hands. It has some weight to it. Is it's the real shit. So uh, definitely check it out. Definitely stay in here. We all have fun. We all talk shit. And I, I have to concede to Tragic. Tragic came in with a sound game plan. He called the fights like he saw them, and he took he took it. He took it. I was real close. I was real close. Real fucking close. I'll shine it up for you before I send it. I'll Turn that it motherfucker sideways nice. and shove it straight up your candy ass, you motherfucker. So Ricky so knew what, what I was talking about. Yeah. Are we... Um, are we changing anything about the season? I'll need to know within the next couple of days so I can update the the, the full. I'm happy with. Well, the I wanted rules. to be a little more clear when we end. Uh, but I say we, in a way, we say to be announced, but we do the last big card when the season changes. The last big card when the season changes. So are we going by seasons or are we going by big cards? So the next big card would well, be... Well, I think that we need to do both because we've been doing by seasons, but then we forget. And then we're like, you know what? We might as well wait until the trilogy fight, even though it's already past the sun, uh, you know. Uh, okay, so next is coming up is the fall, right? Because yeah, so we, as summer, soon as fall hits... Next is fall, oh. and and fall ends, what, uh, December 31st or December 21st, right? That's when fall ends. Yeah, so basically, whatever the last big card of that, it might it might be a little before, it might be a little after. So that's wherever, December 31st. That that's December 31st is the big card after. The New Year's that would Eve. Be, that would be for, I'm talking about the last, the last, like, pay-per-view, bro, not just a fight night. What? Tragic. Come on, next season should end on September 25th. Are you fucking crazy, dude? That That gives us zero time. Zero time. What do you what do you want to go until December? I think December is a good time to, to end it. What do you think? I feel like the season was kind of quick. Yeah, it was it was too quick for me. But there was a there was an event every week because of COVID. 
I, I imagine they're going to slow that down. I don't know if they're, no, if they're, they're playing not. on. They're not. They're not slowing that down. I mean, I know, I know. There's no rules because we're making this up as we go. Yeah. But do we do we want to stop calling it certain seasons then? And do you want to just say like, uh, basically like the the third belt, third belts or fourth belts on the line now? Fourth quarters on the line. Fourth uh, belt. You, you can call quarters. it season, but don't call it based off of like the season of the year. Like this next one's gonna be could be season four, right? Yeah, it would be season four. Because we had Alpha. On, on the belt, it literally says no, fall season with season the four. fucking leaf, dude. Because won, Chaney won. Yeah. So Alpha, then Chaney, then Ricky. No, Alpha, Ricky, Chaney, and Tragic. So this is going to be season five coming up, if yeah. you go by that. Uh, what, what? I'm just saying the belt that fucking Tragic's going to get. Yeah. Unfortunately, says fall season on it, but I mean it's better than no belt. I agree. I agree. Look, if we had more, this is what I'm saying, guys. Look, I I put out a lot of money, uh, and I'm being candid right now. Put out a lot of money to have this, have this straight up taken care of, without any any bullshit. But if we get if we get paid paid participants. The belts will get bigger. The belts will get better. I mean, it, it, that's just how it goes. Well, that's that's what I was trying to tell people. Like when I'm when I'm asking people that when I was kind of feeling people out, I'm telling them like, look, me neither me nor Ricky are looking to make money off you guys. Mm-mm. It's literally just because we think that if everybody puts in ten dollars and the winner gets a fucking belt. Oh yeah, like we're check- not making money off of your fucking uh, ten bucks. It's yeah. literally towards the belt to to get the belt f- for the winner, and uh, I just think it's cool. Yeah, look, I'm I'm all for it. I want to check out this new place instead of uh, the place that we're currently getting the belts from. I like the belts now, but they could be better. And um, if we could get a better belt, I'd like to do that too. Um, it, I oh, love yeah. doing this. I really do. I genuinely love talking shit. And picking my fights every Friday, Saturday, and, and looking forward to them, it gives me a reason to win, and and I'm I'm actually pretty damn good at it. I didn't so, win this. Something match. that should be said is some people yes. that joined in late, yeah, still did better than people that was there the whole time. And that's that that just shows you that anybody can win at any time if you are in. JC Gamer can. He did very well, and I don't think he was there from the start, was he? No, I mean he came in. He came in fourth place, bro. And overall, just, just it the points are undiscriminative. They, I mean, if you if you pick the right fights, you will excel. And it could it only takes one fight card for you to go from last to to first. It doesn't take much at well, all. Well, early in the season, but then sometimes late in the season, it can be bad. Yeah. So, um, I gotta, I gotta, uh, take a break for one second, but I want you guys to look forward in July 17th on this fight card coming up with Islam Makachev, Tiago Moises, Man Renault, Misha Tate, Jeremy Stevens is on this card. I mean, we got, uh, uh, Figueroa on this card. We got Figueroa's brother taking on Malcolm Gordon. Uh, we got, uh, 
D D Rod on this fight card. Um, look at this real quick. Um, I'll be right back. Excuse me. Hey, buddy, can you talk about Islam and Tiago Moises coming up? What do you got? Yeah. Um, so, I w hold on. Tragic. If that's about the F Fight Pick Championship and you want to have some words, first of all, if you're available, it would be awesome to have you on since you just won. Uh, and second of all, if, if we're, I'm sure that we both would like to hear your ideas and maybe the rest of the chat. If Tragic wants to jump in and take my spot, I could drop out and he can pop in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Either way. Okay, he says he can't with the new Wi-Fi. No, that's what that's what losers say. I guess he didn't win. Yeah. I mean, it's you can just join as your voice. You don't have to join your whole body. But I get it. So for me, this card is not that exciting. I but the what's important in my eyes or from my standpoint, since Ricky's gone, I'm just gonna talk what I want to talk about, and that's that uh, the Fight Pick Championship will be officially starting on the next card, which is the Dillashaw. Uh, who the fuck is Dillashaw fighting? Hold on one second. Dillashaw Sanhagen fight. So, so that will be the first um, the first Fight Pick Championship main card that we'll be um, doing for the next season. I have no idea what we're going to call it. We're just going to we're going to find a fucking thing to call it. Yes. Yeah, so Tragic's about to jump in. So I'm just going to say my goodbyes now. Um, so he pops in. He'll be in my spot. Uh, thank you for having me on the podcast. And uh, I really am excited about this next season of Fight Pick Championship. We've got uh, my nephew, your cousin, I guess. Uh, Dan is going to be taking part season long. He's been messaging me about it. He's super excited. Uh, oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, when you have some people who he's really competitive when it comes to this kind of stuff. So it's going to drive a little bit more attention uh, when you have people who are actually, you know, dogging each other, talking about it. We talked about it last time um, and we, we did it a little bit, but this was a great season. I enjoyed it and I felt like. Um, all the way down to the to the bitter end there. Uh, it, and I even, I even said this to Buddy. It's kind of crazy that four seasons in a row, this championship has come down to the last day. And it tells you something about it. Uh, you guys are putting on a really good, you know, tournament. And I'm excited to see how it continues to grow because, uh, like I said, this was fun. And I made, Ricky, I made some updates to this, to the form. Yeah. It, like, it takes moments now. To, to update so uh you know as we go forward and we we start to customize it if we want to change numbers and percentages and things um for for bonuses and stuff i can code that in to make that easier but uh just write down the notes absolutely do we so do gonna, we have I'm tragic in the out. chat yeah you stepped away tragic's gonna join and talk and i'm gonna step away that's why i'm saying my goodbyes and uh oh okay I'm gonna so, him well, yeah, the champion. he's coming here he's got a few uh suggestions with things but uh yeah and i just want to tell everybody you know special shout out to kevin because he is the one that makes the picking the fight so easy he made it his own little form all you gotta do is have an email that you use every time you just have to use the same email every time when you do it 
And you can get all that by joining the Discord. It's a Fight Pick Championship Discord. We basically only talk a little bit of fights, uh, and that's where we post the link every week, to, and everybody makes their picks right there. Awesome. I mean, I'm going to post it one more time in the chat, but if you need the Discord and you're listening in on the audio later, uh, just go ahead and message me on any social media, and I'll get you right in. Hell yeah. Rick, I hope this doesn't shit, shit up your stream here if I leave. No. Um, it's a mess your video. No, we'll go. We'll work. We'll make it work. Awesome. Alrighty, guys. Be good. Tragic. Congratulations. And uh, awesome podcast, guys. Thanks for having me on. See ya. Oh, yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> what the hell kind of picture is that? <laughs> I know, Tragic. What do you give me? Like Uncle Dana with his little. Duck hunt gun? Come on, man. Get get some real yeah, shit out here. Head, uh, it's his howler head pistol, man. It's sick. It, it, it is. It is his howler head. You got to speak a little louder into the mic here. So just to, oh, just to put this out there, congratulations, homie. You the real winner. Hell yeah. Thank you. Oh, my God. Your mic is just spraying our ears. <laughs> what do you mean? It sounds like complete shit is what he speaks. It's you got to pick up one too much. Yeah. Okay. Okay, hold on. how do I fix that? I don't I fucking no know. This <laughs> is out of nowhere. It sounds like you, you gotta can turn hear you the breathe. gain down. Turn turn your gain down a little bit. I don't know what kind of system you're running, but if you can turn the gain down just like a quarter inch, that would that would work wonders. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that came in loud. It's all good. It's all good. I want to hear how the hell did you beat me is w what I want to know. Also, um, he was saying that he had a few suggestions that he couldn't quite type. He was having trouble thinking how to type it. Okay. Yeah, it, it's better. It's better. Okay. So basically, uh, yeah, my ideas was we... With the last season, like uh, Jimmy T said earlier, we like we ended the season. It was supposed to end when the season ended, right? Yeah. So there was a little bit of confusion, and then we pushed it back. So I think the only reason I brought the September twenty fifth date is because like the, the farthest pay per view away. It doesn't have to necessarily be that day, but uh, there's like a for sure date that a fight will be on. So we have you know a card itself as well as a date that the season will end, not just a date that you know will be out of people's minds with the fights and stuff coming through. I understand. I understand, but December or uh, September 25th is really close. Well, he was saying that any, we just figure out a specific date or, or a specific time where we say it's that pay-per-view. Like, even if the pay-per-view is not already projected to be there, if you want to say, if you want to go until December, that's okay. I'm fine with that. But we say, we're going to do the last card of the year is the fucking end. And we can do that. I, I like the longer version. Yeah. I like yeah. that a little bit better. That way we have time for people to come in. We got points to accumulate and, and people can, can come in as they like. So that, that, that sounds what good. What were you saying? Me. Tragic. You can even what? Um, what was the most recent card? 264. Yes. Five? 264. Okay. Five, six, seven, six, eight, six, nine. Okay, so UFC 269 will be the one in December. 
and that'll yes. be our last uh, last one. Hundred percent. Uh, I like that. Okay. I like that. There we go. There yeah, we as, go. Lo- as long as as long as those calculations are right, as long as like two sixty nine ain't fucking next week. Yeah, yeah, it's not. I'm as definitely as too high to figure that out right now. It's all good. It's all good. So look, um, so this week we're we're, we're talking about Islam Makashev taking on Tiago Moises. Uh, what do you got, tragic in this? Uh, uh, probably Islam. I don't, I don't see Tiago doing anything too crazy, and Islam's projected to be the next Khabib. So, and that's that's a big yeah, shoot of film. Just throwing us, just throwing us out there, tragic, because Ricky wasn't exactly here. When just in case you you don't have time to stick around, if if you have anything else to say about the fight pick championship, or if or if you don't have time to stick around, that's okay. I'm just giving you an easy out right now. <laughs> uh, I got nothing else to say. Um, besides, I don't, I don't need the belt. Like, I don't, I don't, it's not like I was only in Motherfuckers, you're getting it now. You're getting it. You Ricky can't, how the hell you, you motherfucker, belt, you can't win the championship <laughs> and then reject the trophy. You're taking the trophy either in your hands or up your ass. What the hell? Come on, man. No, look, Ricky pushed me in a corner and I have to do it now. Whether, whether he meant to or not, I knew what he meant. Even it was, even if it wasn't even exactly <laughs> meant that way. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, it's it's the I'll only right thing that. to do anyway. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Other than that, I got I got nothing else to say, and I do kind of got to dip out. But as far as the Islam and Tiago fight goes, Islam's just it's either gonna be a quick finish or he's gonna maul him for five rounds. He's gonna so, maul him. I have. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Thanks for having me on for like five minutes. No, absolutely, oh, yeah, man. man. You I are the champion. I wanted to give you your chance to say something, and I agree with what you're saying, so it was perfect. Hell yeah. All right, well, have a good rest of the show. I'll be in chat. Congratulations, Tragic. Awesome dude. Mm-hmm. Fucking doing his thing. Uh, make sure you follow his social medias. It'll be TJ Saunders MMA. Uh, T J A Y, and then Saunders spelled however you want to. <laughs> but he's a fucking awesome dude, man. Make sure you check him out. He's on Facebook. He's on Twitter. He's on uh, Instagram. He's on Discord. I'm sorry, we're getting there. I, I... He'll even he'll even beat your ass on PlayStation if you want him to. Oh fuck, that's crazy. He's whooped your ass before. He's knocked your ass out. That's that's not saying shit. Let's be honest. That's not saying nothing. It was literally the easiest match of his life. Yeah. 100%. So, look. So, we're starting with the Dillashaw fight coming up. Meaning for the Fight Pick Championship and ending with probably 269. Okay. I'm down with that. I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure this out as we go. Um. Oh shit! I forgot. I'm touch the touch the talk or whatever. It, <laughs> um. Oh, I, I think we it. should call it um season sixty nine because we're ending on two sixty nine. Nice. I'll take that. Let's do it. <laughs> 
Look, we got a hell of a show coming up. Tiago Moises taking on Islam Makachev. Marion Renault taking on Misha Tate. I don't know. I mean, this this podcast has been going on for almost two hours, a little bit over. I agree. I think we need to call it here. And if we, that. <laughs> if we get some time, we're going to uh, give our our predictions via social media this week. Uh, nobody need pick our fights or in the fight pick championship this week, but uh, feel free to share your picks in Discord if you like. Yes, and on social media with us. Yes, but we're just gonna take this week off from doing it, uh, just because fuck this card, honestly in my eyes. <laughs> but also we wanted to just refresh, have a break. Yeah, that'd be cool. Look, it's been a hell of a f- hell of an episode. Bud, do you have anything to promote? Any tournaments? Any streaming uh, thing that you want to want to jump in on real quick before we get out of here? Well, I wanted to say, like, for those of you, for those of you who may want to join but aren't sure if you want to, uh, you can do it one time and, and try it out. And if you don't like making fight picks with us, that's fine. But you can also just do it and do it for fun occasionally. All you have to do is get in. Get in contact with me or type in the command Discord in this chat and you'll get an invite to the Discord. And then anybody can do it. All you have to do is tell us what your email is so we can give you credit for your picks. And it's that simple. So anybody's welcome is what I'm saying. WDMA Warrior, I know you've been out there. I don't know if you're still out there, but if I mean, you're somebody that seems pretty knowledgeable and feel free to fucking come through, you know, just kind of throwing out names and stuff, but anybody's, you know, welcome. Awesome. Yeah, my bad. I wasn't trying to claim that you weren't here. I think I actually see you in the chat thing, but either way, if you, if you want to do some fight picks where we just, we just do the main card every time it's for fun. You could possibly win a belt if you stay involved and do it every week and rack up the points. It's, and it's, and the, all the point system, all the rules, they're in Discord. I'm going to look them over, make sure they're all perfect and up to date. Um, and we'll kind of just keep on fucking keep the truck on moving. Damn right. So check us out. We'll be here and all of our socials or we'll be in the chat, whatever. Uh, we got MMA underscore Marks on Twitter, Instagram, you name it, it's there. Uh, MMAMarks.com. MMA Marks on Spotify and wherever you get your podcast, check us out. We will be here right here on Twitch every Tuesday. Check us out. And that's our show, buddy. So I'm Ricky. He's Buddy. And we'll be here next week checking out what happened at UFC Fight Night with Islam Makachev taking on Tiago Moises. So good fight, good night. See you later. Peace. See you guys.